Yo ho ho, it's part two of Buried in the Bahamas, our Pyroborg actual play. Uh, if you haven't already checked out the first part of it, go watch it. I'll put a little annotation here somewhere on the screen after the fact. But yeah, we're going to pick up where we left off. So stick around. This is Buried in the Bahamas, a Pyroborg actual play, part two. Hey everyone, welcome to Victor Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're doing our part two of Buried in the Bahamas. And uh, yeah, we're so excited to have the cast back together to play this, probably this finale, probably the last episode. I don't know. That's up to that's up to our Harbor Master, Jason, who we'll meet in just a few moments. Uh, before we begin, I just would like to say that if you enjoy these actual plays, hit that like button down below. Uh, and if you're a fan of Pirate Borg, let me know in the comments because I would love to know uh, how big this community is because it is just. I think it's 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 one of the larger uh, Borg communities that are out there. Of course, you know we know that uh, uh, Mork Borg just has a huge, huge community uh, behind it. So I, I love seeing uh, what what other communities have kind of popped up around it as well. So let me know. Uh, and uh, yeah, without uh, going much further, let's bring on the cast and our Harbor Master for this evening. Hey everyone! Thanks again for jumping on tonight. You're leaving the dark Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> this will be part two of seventy-four. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! That's crazy. <laughs> it was seventy-two. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> uh, I'll just do a quick a round of introductions. Of course, that is our harbor master right there, the one and only Jason Hunt. Thank you so much. We've got Mark swag. That's right. Uh, that's a very nice, stylish shirt, and I like the the, the head wrap that you've got going on right there. That's uh, this is, that's this very is a nice. Gift from Chrissa. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, from uh, the corner right there is uh, the Dirty Woods crew, Mark and Janet. Thank you again for coming on. Our our gunpowder and Captain J. And right underneath is our Task Rabbit. One and only Mish. Mish, thanks again for coming on. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, to see where our adventure takes us. And uh, yeah, I think at this point I'm just gonna hand everything over to Jason so he can do the recap from episode one. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to do that to me. Okay, <laughs> so uh, originally when we started the adventure, uh, you ran afoul of a black skeleton pirate ship. Uh, got thermally trounced as a ship and a crew, got tossed overboard, you landed in the ocean, uh, swept up on uh, what it turned out to be Rum K in the morning, uh, spent the day there, explored the island, got attacked at night by some gigantic lobster creatures, uh, decided that that was not the greatest place in the world to hang out, so you set sail again. Um, or no, actually, that wasn't Rum K. You went to Rum K after that. Uh, you arrived on Rum K, uh, found the port of Nelson, uh, stopped in there, talked to a lovely lady named Esperanza, who absolutely refused to sell you her boat, which very much annoyed Captain Jay, uh, who then decided that it would be a fabulous idea to steal the small dinghy, it's a longboat really, um, and take off with it in the middle of the night, which is where you left off, actually, uh, setting sail off into the uh, ocean, or trying to get to the Isle of Yuma, which is where you have finally figured out that your cave is and treasure 
from uh, Captain, what was that guy's name? Red Wolf? No, not Red Wolf. That was from the other adventure. Blood Whip, sorry. Yep. Uh, who, who died on a ship. He gave you a treasure map and you have finally figured out that it is located on the Isle of Yuma. So that is where you are off to now. End of recap. Excellent. Excellent. All right. All so right. You are all bobbing about in the ocean um, on your uh, on your longboat. Um, you're you've just managed to get out of the harbor's mouth. Um, you notice as you're passing through the harbor itself, uh, it is sunset, kind of nighttimeish. Um, you don't have a lot of uh, oomph behind you. You're ro- you're rowing with oars, so somebody's going to be after manning the oars. There's two sets of oars, so I need you two of you to pick to man the oars. Oh, man, Captain, not, not me. Okay, uh, so was by it, default, it's going to be Beardy or Captain J. Then wasn't uh, wasn't I on like a a rope and like in the water that like they were like you were me they were hauling you they were hauling you in at the very end yes because you couldn't figure out how to get into a longboat apparently yeah I'd like to pull him yeah. over and be like Beardy man the oars Beardy yeah. will man oars. <laughs> pull him over because I needed him to not get lost. He's my ride. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you haul uh, Beardy back on board. He jumps onto the oars, starts rowing. You can see that they are trying to put uh, Esperanza's uh, sloop out to sea to chase after you, but it's going to be a slow process. Uh, those boats don't exactly shoot out of the harbor like a jet ski. So are you going to row full speed towards the island of Yumi? You can see it from here, uh, even in the failing light. Yeah, the faster the better. Okay. I'm just so, I'm just gonna like try it. I'm gonna like row it like really, really fast, and it's probably gonna be like way faster than gunpowder does. This is why we're going to do strength tests right now, and you're going to tell me <laughs> I'm what just you're trying get. to keep up with Beardy. <laughs> if you row in circles for long enough, Esperanza will catch you. <laughs> So you want me to roll for strength? Yeah, strength. Difficulty 12. Oh. Come on, that's a dirty 21. Okay. Gunpowder? Pretty strong. 12. Okay. So you're mismatched, so you're starting to veer off course a little bit. So you're going to need to either speed up old gunpowder or slow Beardy down. Beardy, Beardy, keep up with me. Keep up with me. Keep up. Keep up with me. Keep up with me. (laughs) All right. We, old gunpowder is going to have an old heart attack on the way. <laughs> I, I try and, and belt out a, a, a slow rhythm shanty to, to call time so that I can I can not have to. Oh, chase. Give me a presence test. Difficulty 10. That's a two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weirdly enough, Weirdly enough, it actually works because it confuses Beardy and he's trying to match the time of your shanty <laughs> while you're rowing normally. So it kind of pairs you up just fine and you straighten back out and are on your way towards Yuma. In the distance, uh, after several minutes, you notice that Esperanza's uh, sloop has put out to sea, but the waves and the fact that you guys don't have any light sources currently active is making it basically impossible for her to find you unless you do something truly foolish in order to attract her attention. So, barring anybody doing anything foolish, would anybody like to do anything foolish before I move on? Us? Going too much to do anything foolish, so. I would like (laughs) to search her boat. Are there, is there anything usable for us? Is there a possible small dinghy on the side? 
<laughs> you are determined to find a dinghy. Okay, you're going to roll me 3d20. Uh, give me the result of each one. Okay. Um, 18, 12, 15. Okay, so you find a pamphlet of documents tucked into this cor- uh, into one of the uh, side rails. Uh, you find a set of broken manacles that are engraved with the word Maracibo. Uh, and you find a severed hand tucked underneath one of the benches. Um, I take the hand and I come up behind TaskRabbit. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and I steal it from you oh. with my with my wicked rabbit-like reflexes. <laughs> You're going to do and anything with it or are you just going to steal it? I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to... I'm going to, um, like, I'll keep this for later. Tuck it in I, don't, your I don't know. Yeah. I think I actually will keep it. We'll keep it for now. Probably lend okay. a hand sometime later I might, on. I might find a better place to, to make a, a good trick with that later. Since that's my jam. Okay. So you continue rowing throughout most of the evening. Uh, just after midnight, you start to notice fins in the water again. They're following your boat because they've gotten a taste for beardy. Um, none of them actually will attack the boat though, because it's a long boat and it's a bit too high sided for it. Um, roll me one D six, somebody, anybody, doesn't matter. Five. Okay. Just as the, uh, light of the dawns, uh, starts to peek over the edge of the horizon, uh, you see a very much larger shark come surging up out of the, out of the, uh, out of the depths of the ocean. It leaps into the air, grabs one of the uh, smaller, uh, they were just coral sharks, grabs one of the smaller coral sharks in its jaws and easily bites it in half and slaps back into the water and swims back under. Um, I need everybody to test me agility difficulty 10. Because the wake of the splash from the shark is going to rock your boat. 16. 15. Wait, agility. Okay. Beardy falls overboard. Seven. And he takes old Frederick Gunpowder with him. Oy <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys, um, you still have five sharks following the boat. So what are you going to do? I'm going to try to get back on the, in the boat. Okay. Well, Gunpowder. I, I will look for the rope that we pulled Beardy with before to throw it back over the side for, to, to give them something to grab. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, roll me agility, both of you. I'll reach the severed hand out. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. Gunpowder easily beats Beardy back to the rope, grabs onto it, and is helped to be hauled aboard by Captain oh, Jay. No. Beardy decides he's going to swim to the bottom of the ocean, apparently, and dives instead of lunging for the boat. So you're going to roll me uh, defense roll. <laughs> What, what am I? Am I for uh, toughness or your your, your agility uh, difficulty twelve? Oh, that's a that's a dirty twenty right there. All right, one of the sharks actually makes a rush at you, but you easily fend it off with a boop to the snoot, and the shark goes scattering back into the into the uh, darkness. Punch a shark in a, in their in their face. You have indeed punched a shark in the face. So you you quickly swim back to the surface and scramble over to the boat, and you reach out and you grab a hand. 
and it comes out of TaskRabbit's hand, and you are holding a <laughs> severed hand. <laughs> so you're going to roll me your agility again uh, as a defense. Can I help him? Can I try and grab him and help him into the boat? You can if you want to. I would love to. Okay. Uh, what did you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So you reach over, you grab him, you're pulling him onto the boat just as a shark snaps, like splashes back into the water, doesn't hit anything. You haul Beardy into the into the into the boat, and he's still clutching the hand that uh, Task Rabbit gave him. And you're you're okay for now. I'm gonna take the hand and now let's steal back. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> My hand. Give me. Thank right. you. and I'm gonna guess say say, say to Task Rabbit, thank you for lending your hand. <laughs> Anytime. She's handy. Okay. Um, you get back on the oars <laughs> and continue rowing. Uh, it's just a little bit past uh, sunrise by the time you guys uh, reach a visual range of the Isle of Humus to the point where you can see details. Um, it's mostly rough coastline. You can see the three rocks from the map leaning to the west as you approach. Uh, they're on the very tip of the Isle of Yuma, the northernmost tip. Um, are you going to try to head straight for that, or are you going to go somewhere else? The Isle of Yuma is quite long. It uh, You can see it stretching off in the distance, so you don't have to go there if you don't want to. Uh, considering our, our most recent shenanigans, I feel like we should get on land and just <laughs> risk it on land. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I have a question, Jason, because now that I have my, uh, my dead parrot, mm -hmm. can I send parrot to kind of scout over by the island or the three Apparently, islands the parrot cannot actually fly so so we should probably I, explain I can, that i i would like to to ask a question about the island okay. uh should we which part of the island should we land on i would like to use my clairvoyance to ask about it okay uh spirit difficulty 12 for me please Dang it. Oof. Seven. Okay. Even um, with your plus, what do you have for a spirit? Plus four. Ooh. That, wow. That's hard. Gross. Okay. That's gross. So you, you, you sit in the, in, the, uh, in the belly of the boat for a bit and you concentrate and you're concentrating and you're thinking and you, you, you go like this with your, with your hand and you're, you're rubbing the side of your head, and then out of nowhere, you realize you're rubbing the side of your head with the severed hand and not your own hand, and it startles you, and you learn nothing. <laughs> but for everybody else, it just looks genuinely creepy. <laughs> so awesome. now that so now that we've we've done that first episode, maybe we should tell everybody, like every, the the audience, like what we got for level up abilities. I think uh, that might sure. be if you, if you want because, to very quickly, yeah. Yeah, because Michelle just kind of tapped into to hers there. She got that clairvoyance uh, ability. Uh, what did, Janet? What what did you? Uh, what did Captain J get for uh, upgrades uh, in between sessions? So Captain J got a undead parrot. Um, when that parrot was alive, his name was Tweeter. Now that it's dead, its name is X. <laughs> and is X going to give it to you? X is going to oh. give what what, um, and X's middle name is Penguin because apparently X can't fly, so we've learned a lot. Exactly. And then, well, do you think do you think this undead bird can fly with those Absolutely. bony wings? Absolutely, totally. I've seen spirits fly; they don't have wings either. If yeah, but they're spiritual. They're they're light. 
This thing is bones. If you would like it to swim, you could certainly have thrown it in the water and have it swim like a penguin. Mm, there's a lot of sharks in there. So is it an undead bird or an undead penguin? Well, it's <laughs> pe penguins parrot. are flightless birds. If you want it to be an undead penguin, it can be an undead penguin. Yeah, it's an undead parrot, formerly known as Tweeter, now known as X, <laughs> middle name Penguin. All right. All right. All right. What about you, Gunpowder? Um, so I rolled dazzling acrobatics. So somehow I've, I've become uh, more agile at defending. Um, so when I when I am defending, I get to, to uh, add a couple extra agility points to my roll. Cool. Nothing crazy. And the mighty beardy. Um, so I got uh, this uh, blood energy ability where basically when I kill someone in combat, I get a plus one to my damage rolls for every enemy killed in that combat going forward. So basically it's like a bloodlust kind of thing where I just start, you know, anytime I kill somebody, it gives me plus one damage going forward. And basically I'm just going to mow through as many people as I can during combat. Um, I also got this really great relic, which is called a broken, it's a broken compass. And basically uh, it points in a direction of an object that I know. And that's the only that's the only way it works. Okay. So those those are the kind of the two things that, that, that I uh, got in, in between. Alrighty. All right. So your decision making. You are going to approach the island and at, at the stones, or are you going to go somewhere else? I say we go island. Two reasons. Apparently, we're not good at avoiding sharks in the water, and two, there's another bigger boat that's on our tail. So I feel like we should be out of the water. Yeah. Speaking of that bigger boat, you can see it more clearly now. It is getting closer because it's under sail and you're under oar. Yeah. Hmm. Move, birdie gets it. Beardie gets out the way. Run. <laughs> I'm going to get out and run? No, you're not going to. Okay, that's not for me to say. Sorry. If you'd like to get out and run, you can get out and run. <laughs> Sometimes I forget I'm not a player. <laughs> so, really we... wants a boat, so if we just push the longboat back out to the water and not like actually beach it, yes. we jump out, push yeah. it out, she can grab her boat and leave us alone. Surrender the boat? I mean, we can make a raft, get out of here if we need to. That's I just would rather not have... And where are the chances with the tide it's going to move the boat away and she might still think we're on it? Skags and Billy Knives are not fans of the plan about uh, keeping the boat, so they're yeah, on board. Push with it out. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you approach the caves, uh, or the rocks rather, and you can see at the base of the cliff upon, upon which the rocks sit, there are five caves as per the map, uh, five cave entrances. They look pretty rough though. Um, they might fit your longboat. They might not fit your longboat. So you can abandon the longboat and try to swim for the caves, or you can attempt, if you would like, to try and get the longboat in through one of the cave entrances. Before we uh, move forward, now that it's daylight, I'd like to look at those parchments that I found just to see if there's any anything helpful in those. It is a lot of documentation back and forth from uh, a gentleman from the uh, East Indies Company and a fellow from Nassau Port uh, incriminating a local politician. Tuck that away for yeah, later. We'll bribery pay off. Okay. Uh, I can I use my clairvoyance to check the water and see if there's anything that would kill us if we abandon the boat? 
How often can you use clairvoyance? Don't know. Oh, wait. Uh, roll me your spirit plus four. Six. Okay. So you can use clairvoyance six times today. So you may, if you want to, use clairvoyance again. Okay. Wait, what kind of dice was I supposed to roll for that? Oh, that it's not actually a dice roll, actually. You should have just, it's just your spirit plus uh, four. So eight. Eight, so total. eight total. Okay, eight. so you've used one, oh. so you're down to seven. Okay. okay. So you want to use again? So test difficulty yes. 12 for me, spirit. I'm going to try a different. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Doesn't, doesn't clairvoyance tell her something and she has to test to see if it's telling the truth? Yes, that's what the roll's for. Oh, okay. So if I'm lying to her or not. <laughs> Eight. You, you don't need to say anything. You can just tell by your face. <laughs> the, the grumpy look on your face tells me whether or not you succeeded. Super obnoxious. All right. So again, you, you sit in the belly of the boat and you concentrate and you focus your energy on the caves and wondering if they're dangerous or if there's something, if you can get the boat in there and if you're going to make it okay. And the only thing you receive back from the spirits is go for it. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> so that's a lie. We cannot do it. Well, we don't know if it's a lie or not, no, right? You don't know if it's a lie. Yeah, can it could, it could. if it if it is the truth, okay, if you roll if you roll your test properly, then I'll then I'll tell you that you have a very strong feeling that this will work. Let's do it, eh? I say we pick a cave yeah, boat. Let's yeah, let's do it. Go for it. Someone is going to need to guide the boat. Who would like to volunteer? Oh, I thought we were ditching the boat. Well, it's up to well, you. Can ditch the boat if you want to. Yeah. We yeah, just we stop. The the take the boat into the caves and then push the boat out. You can ditch it outside the caves, or you can try to guide it into the caves and abandon it there. It's your choice. Why don't we get the boat closer to the caves and see what we can see in there, and then ditch the boat? Okay. All right. You uh, row yourself a little bit closer, and the cave mouths are very dark. There's not a lot to see. The waves are making it very difficult to see inside. There's really no further detail available, no matter how close you get, short of going inside and lighting a torch. All right. Do you get a feel for the cave? I'm going to lean over and be like, tookie, tookie, kaka, kaka, and see if I get an echo. You do. Do I get a lot of echoes or a little echo? Uh, not much. You can barely hear it because of the crashing of the waves. Okay. Team safe. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Boat in or you in? Boat. We're going to take no the boat in? Yeah, it's going to take the boat in. We're going to ditch it anyway. So if it's There's no chance Esperanza could get her ship anywhere near these caves. Oh, sweet. Let's keep the boat then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to guide the boat? That's a. I feel like that's a captain kind of job, right? We need to find a captain. <laughs> <laughs> Covering the name tag on her. <laughs> I don't know where we can find a captain. All right, Captain Jay, you are going to test me presence difficulty 14. You all made poor choices in your voting. Not 20. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Skills. So you 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 get up to the front of the front of the longboat and you're eyeballing the cave you're going into and you're calling out commands like a seasoned captain, you know, inches to port and degrees to starboard and forward, forward, forward. And Skaggs and Billy Knives help out on the oars and the rest of you are using uh, spare oars to push off from the rocks to try and get past things. I'm not. You get about... 
You get about halfway into the cave when you hear this resounding crunch as one of the waves drops too low and it impacts on the bottom of the hull of the longboat. And it just literally punches right up through it. There's a, like It almost looks like a, a stone spear has lodged itself in the bottom of the boat. And you are basically impaled on a rock. But we're not moving, right? So that's you are not you are not you are no longer moving. You are half in the cave, half out of the cave. Oh shoot! She didn't know which cave we went into. Well, unless the boat breaks up. <laughs> I swim, our only choice is to make a swim for it at this point. It's true. Everybody out. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Beardy will jump jump overboard and start swimming. I want to jump on Beardy's back before he goes overboard. So I don't have to swim as hard. <laughs> okay, all right. You're gonna, you're gonna be you're okay with this, Beardy? I mean, I, I I think I have to be. Okay, all right. So, uh, we'll, okay, we'll do yours first, uh, Beardy. You're gonna have to test me a difficulty 14 on your agility, please. Oh my god! Because you're carrying oh, task rabbit. That's a dirty 20 again. Nice. All right. Wow. You jump out of the you jump out you land in the water and instantly your feet hit the ground because you were a massive man. It's only right. like five feet deep. That's one of the reasons oh. why you got impaled on a rock. So gotcha. you hit the bottom, and you're standing there, and TaskRabbit is not even getting wet. She's just sitting there like, okay, we got this. This is perfect. I chose right. My uh, fancy okay. clothes are safe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're going to, like, direct me with that severed hand. Yes. You'll, like, set the fingers up so that it points, the index, <laughs> yes. and you're just going to, like, hold the severed hand and just start pointing like pointing me in directions. Okay, old gunpowder, your turn. Difficulty twelve on your agility, please. It's less difficult for you because you don't have a task rabbit on your back. This doesn't count as a defense, right? Uh, you know what? It is sort of. You're defending yourself from damage, so right. I'll give it to you. Even with the plus two, I only got eleven. So. Okay, roll me d four. Three. That's how much damage you take. Ugh, awesome. You get slammed against a couple of rocks before you manage to get your footing, and you take three points of damage. Your turn, Captain J. I mean, could I use the rope that we pulled them up with to tie it over the side and lower myself down? Not effectively, unfortunately. Dang. Okay. I'm being attacked by a wild beast. Oh, it's oh. mostly the it's the constant in and out of the waves that's causing the problems, not so much the secureness of your perch. Uh, nine. Okay, roll me a d4, and that's how much damage you take by getting bounced around off the boat. This is all your fault. What? Did you just blame your dog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you only took one point of damage. <laughs> all right, you all scramble forward deeper into the cave. Um, it doesn't it doesn't take you very long to come up on dry land, just a, a little bit further. Uh, Beardy steps up onto the land and looking around, and uh, what you see in the cave is actually what you see behind me on my background here. It is just a cave full of pools of water and stalactites everywhere. It's dark, it's gloomy, it's dingy. You can hear echoes everywhere of like dripping water and whatever other random noises might be happening in this cave. There's no, nothing in your immediate vicinity, though, so you are, for the moment, unmolested by bad guys. I would like to light my torch. Okay. I am going to light my pipe. 
<laughs> Priorities. <laughs> All right. With your torch lit, you can see a little bit more detail. There are large outcroppings of salt along the walls. Um, and one thing that you do know about the Isle of Yuma is it is famous for uh, salt production. Uh, that's one of the reasons why there's so many footprints uh, in the dirt where you guys have just entered the cave from. People have come here from years before, from other routes, obviously, not through these treacherous caves. But uh, they come in here and they mine the salt and they carry it out and sell it to uh, shipping and whatnot to make a profit off of it. Um, what are you going to do now that you're in the cave? There are three obvious directions you can go. You can go left, right, or forward. You can't really see anything in the distance. There's just three openings, that's all. Was there anything on the map that gave us a hint? Can we see that map again? Doug, do you still have that graphic handy? There you go. So we went into that one that's The circled? one that's circled there is the one you've gone in, yep. Hmm, you so can see now that, now that you're up on dry land inside, you can see the light uh, from the other four entries. You could have come in any of them. None of them were particularly larger or smaller than the other to the point where it would have been advantageous to take one or the other. There's just five ways in, that's all. And only those with the heart of... See, shall pass through the door of the blood. Okay. Hmm. Is it bright enough in there that I could read a book really quick? For sure. You can read by torchlight. Because I have this worn out book that's pretty valuable. And I want to read it and see if it says anything that goes along with that clue on the map about only those, whatever we just said, the heart of... The pass through the doors of the blood. Yeah. Okay. Um, test me spirit difficulty 12. Okay. 10. Okay. You go through the book back and forth. You, you do find information about the doors, but there's nothing included in there that expressly hints at how you might open them, only that you do need to do something to open them. And the best way to pass through them is to figure out the riddle. Beardy, mm -hmm. your axe has a heart of blood, right? My, you mean my, my cleaver? Oh, cleaver. Kevin? You mean Kevin? Kevin? Does Kevin's I mean, heart beat blood? Kevin, Kevin is, Kevin likes blood. I don't know where Kevin's heart is. Can Kevin find a door of blood? I don't know. I think we follow Beardy. Kevin, can you find the door of blood? And I'm gonna like kind of like wave the wave Kevin around a little bit. Oh, as before with the dowsing rod sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm just kind of a... like I'm just kind of like like jab it in the air a little bit just to. Yeah, give me spirit. Like give me, yeah, give me spirit. Difficulty twelve. Did you get nat twenty? Boom, boom, nat twenty, baby. I wasn't sure if he was trying to show off or just genuinely confused about how to display twenty on his fingers. <laughs> that's both, both, both. <laughs> Reverse screens. 
Okay, so Beardy stomps off for a bit, and Taskrabbit's wobbling all over the place with her trying to put her book away and keep the hand under control and whatnot. And he's waving his uh, he's waving his uh, meat cleaver, Kevin, around the around the cave. And you all see this. He doesn't really notice. He keeps whacking Kevin against a stalactite that's sticking up from the ground. And every time he turns, he like he's got his eyes half closed, so he keeps whacking it into there. He does that two or three times, whacks into the same stalactite, stops, points in that direction, which is the center cave, and and basically that's where he's decide his his spiritual influence has decided that you need to go. It's got absolutely nothing to do with spirit. You can all plainly see it. But Beardy, on the other hand, is completely convinced that this is the direction. That away. Uh, let's give it a go. Let's go. I'm going wherever Beardy goes. So. <laughs> okay, who's who's gonna who's gonna be in the lead, Beardy? Yeah, I mean, I got Kevin. Kevin okay, knows um, followed by who? I'll follow. Oh, how wide so is gunpowder next? Uh, oh, there's lots of room. This is like a 15 foot wide cave. You're good. So I'll be next to gunpowder because I've got the torch. Kinda. Okay, so Beardy right. in front and you two directly behind him in a in a. Okay, cool. No worries. All right, uh, roll me D4. Somebody, anybody, doesn't matter. Whoever has one hand. I'll do it. Four. Okay. Uh, while you're heading down the main pathway there, well, shouldn't call it main, the pathway you've decided to go down, um, you come across a pile of piratey corpses. They're all dressed in typical pirate garb. A couple of tricorns on heads here and there if you want to spare mm. a new hat. Anything um, fancy I can steal? Uh, while you're searching through their uh, through their bits and pieces, there's two gold bars worth approximately 100 silver each. And there is also a rune-encrusted flintlock pistol. Ooh, I would like to take the pistol. I mean, I'm a captain. Captain should have a pistol. And this is what the pistol looks like. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to take gold. that? You want to take the gold? Okay, so TaskRabbit has the gold bars. See? Captain J has the pistol. I'm definitely taking a hat because I do not have one. So all right, I you can grab yourself a fancy tricorn hat if you like. They are quite fancy, Ashley. It uh, looks like it belongs on Task Rabbit, but <laughs> I need a fancy hat. Is there another one? The, there's there are two, but the other one is not nearly as fancy. You guys, you, you, gold gold. Rude. you could trade a gold bar for gold one. for the fancy hat. <laughs> hmm. Nah. <laughs> Fancy gives way to greed. <laughs> I do have eight pieces of silver I would give you for the fancy hat, though. I'd take gold. <laughs> I'd take one of the bars. It was two bars. I'll take one of the bars of gold for the fancy hat. No. <laughs> All right. So did, did, you, further... did you take the uh, did you take the uh, the unfancy hat? No. No, I'll take the unfancy hat and put it on. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So that's just kind of gross for Task Rabbit now with his ugly ass hat on top of Beardy's head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. I'm just gonna flick it off. And he's gonna have to flick it off. You lost it in a fight somewhere, Beardy. I have no idea. Huh? What happened? <laughs> like swat okay. it like it's flies or something. <laughs> So continuing deeper into the cave, uh, you get out of this field of stalactites and all of that mess and whatnot. 
um, and you come across a large open cave. It uh, you can smell the brine of the sea in here. It's very calm. The water, there's a bunch of water laid out before you. Um, in the middle of the island is kind of a plinth, and on top of that plinth is a ship, which looks like this. It is called a piragua. I think is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. My green screen doesn't like it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. So that is resting on a plinth of stone in the corner. Um, it the the platform itself that it's sitting on is decorated with a whole bunch of runes and pictograms. It's covered in dust. It's obviously old. No one has bothered with this room in ages. Um, there are quite a few dead pirates with their backs against the walls of the cave. They've been rotting uh, for quite a while. They've been dead for a few weeks, you can tell. Some flesh still on the skin and whatnot. Uh, they all look absolutely terrified. They're, they're all like, ah, on their death's grin and whatnot, that sort of thing. Can we tell what killed them? Do they look like they were shot, ripped apart? Um, test me test me a presence, difficulty 10, and I'll let you know. 16. Okay. As you get closer to the pirates, you notice that all of them have marks on their faces that look like a handprint, sort of like the whole Uruk-hai thing from Lord of the Rings. Um, except wherever the handprint is, the skin on their on their faces is all shriveled even further than what it would be in death. So it's uh, whatever touched their face was either unbelievably cold or uh, sucked all the moisture out of them or something. You can't really tell. But this is de was definitely not a natural death. They did not die by natural causes. Do the runes on that ship or like what's around that ship match anything that's on the gun that I found? Negative. They do not. So I'm going to say when I when I'm going to see the boat and I'll see the runes and everything, I'll be like, Oh, 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 I've seen this before. This looks very similar than to something that I have. Let's see here. And I'm going to pull out this stone tablet that's inscribed with ancient pictographs or hieroglyphics, which is my thing of importance. And I'm going to compare the two between. I'm like, oh, pass grab it. Look, it matches. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have a look at the tablet, task rabbit? Yeah, I'll look at it. Okay, uh, test me presence, difficulty 10. 17. Okay, 18. they actually do match, weirdly enough. Uh, the glyphs on the tablet tell the story of a bunch of uh, spiritual guardians that defended a location and a vessel from attack quite a few years ago. Um, it explains that... Uh, there's a way to uh, mollify the spirits should they arise in anger. And if you comply with their wishes, you can reap the rewards. Does it give any details about how to soothe them? It does not. Can I, I would like to use my clairvoyance to ask that question. Oh, okay. Uh, test me, uh, spirit difficulty 12. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you just tell me if you rolled a one? That's the only thing that matters. No, just if, okay. No. All right. Uh, so you, uh, you bop Beardy on the head and tell him to hang out for a minute, and you close your eyes again and you commune with the spirits and you ask your question. And you actually, instead of it just being, you know, like nothing vague or nothing specific coming as an answer, you can hear shouting all around you. And when you open your eyes up, 
you can see just like the vague images of three skeletal pirate looking things fading from your view. Nobody else sees them. Only you see them, but you get no information. Three skeletal pirates, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll tell everyone what I saw. Okay. What oh. do you all think that means? Oh. I don't know. I want my tablet back. Okay. <laughs> you can have it back. Thank you. When she hands you your tablet back, your hat falls off. <laughs> I, I thought it already I thought it already fell off. Oh, I thought you picked it up after that again. No, no, no. Oh, you hadn't? Okay, no worries then. <laughs> I was just sort of going to randomly have it pop off your head in the middle of a fight and it'd just be task rabbit going flick, flick, flick. <laughs> Should we try and oh. him? We can... Who are we talking to? I don't know, whatever ghost she saw. The three the three pirate spirit things. Oh. Sure. Let's see if Kevin can talk to him. Kevin? Do you want to make some new friends? Hey, I'm gonna hold up my meat cleaver and I'll be like, and then like I'll I'll like nod it up and down, like it's like like it's saying yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kevin wants to meet these 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 pirate skeleton people. Okay, um, nothing physically visible to anyone happens, but at all, just Beardy standing there talking to his cleaver. Pour a little rum oh. on the ground. For my captain homies. Okay, um, you do hear a moaning, uh, a, a low moaning. Like you can't tell if it's the wind or possibly spirits or something. <clears throat> Have we made it upon the, the boat yet? Uh, no, currently the boat is on like a little rock shelf. That's oh, where the oh. uh, the the glyphs are inscribed around the base of the rock shelf, and there's a pool of water between you and it. Like, oh, it's only like, as you can see the bottom of it easily, it's only like a foot and a half, two feet deep tops. Hmm. I'm going to go look at the boat. All the spiritual stuff is kind of like getting boring for me. So that's the direction I'm going to head. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, you're hopping across uh, to have a look inside the boat. Or are you going to get in the boat or what? Uh, I want to look inside. I don't want to immediately jump in there. Okay, so you get up onto the rock plinth and you have a look over the hull of the boat. Um, a parag uh, I'm not even sure. Paragua? I can't pronounce that. I don't know. We should have got right. Luke in here to do pronunciations for us. Um, <laughs> it's not a very large boat. It's uh, too small mast. It can hold probably six or eight people <coughs> tops. And it can actually carry a little bit of cargo. Uh, it has a proper rudder on it. Uh, that sort of thing. You can see inside the boat that there is actually a little bit of damage to the interior of the hull. It doesn't look like it's what caused the boat to be stranded here by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the sails look like they could use some minor repair work. Um, but other than that, the boat looks like it might be seaworthy. There is a chest in the back of the boat that uh, is locked and set up in the back. And it looks pristine. It doesn't look like it belongs on this boat. Like where everything else is covered in dust and old rot and whatnot. Mm -hmm. This doesn't look like it's been out of a shop for more than a day. 
I would like to inspect the treasure a little more closely. You'd have to get into the boat to do that. I'm getting into the boat. Okay. While you get into the boat, you approach the chest. As soon as you lay a hand on the chest for a half sec, those three spirits that TaskRabbit saw materialize arrayed behind the chest looking at you. And you can hear the moaning from the from when the rum got poured on the ground. And all you hear is them going, why, 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 why? I remove my hand from the chest. <laughs> the spirits remain. Um, and as, when you back off, they move the exact same amount. So, like, if you lean back six inches, they drift forward about six inches. Guys, might have a problem here. I mean, that sounds like a you problem. Not a me problem. <laughs> oh, look! Gunpowder made friends! <laughs> These aren't the friends I want! <laughs> I'll um, cast my spirit... Uh, my spirit support on Gunpowder and also on Beardy, because I can do two now. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, both of you Sorry, are going to have minus, uh, an extra minus two armor. You have two, the the ghostly friend from before, the well-dressed ghostly friend uh, is around both of you. Um, and one thing you do notice, TaskRabbit, is these three spirits are extremely well-dressed. They are in very fancy ceremonial robes. Oh. Are they going to be friends with, with my spirits? When your spirits pop up, you, they immediately recoil a little bit. Uh but they quickly notice that they're not anything overt, so they don't react otherwise. Can I try to use my undead bird to try to just give me any type of intel about these ghosts? You can sure try, yeah. Okay. Test me, test me difficulty 12 on spirit. It's a card guide. Um, 18. Okay, no worries. Uh, it works like a charm. So you can speak with animals, dead or alive, for uh, D6 plus your spirit in rounds. All right, so I'm going to talk to my undead bird and be like, hey, are there any rat ghosts or other animal ghosts or anything around here that can give me some information about these three well-dressed ghosts? The bird takes its bony wing and wipes it across its brown. It's like, oh my God, it's been so long since I've had anything to drink and you're just pouring booze on the ground. What are you doing? Yeah, wait, I oh got you, God. I got you. And I pull this again out and I pour some rum. It just gobbles at it. But of course, it's just like, you know, just like Pirates of the Caribbean. It just pours right through him. But he's, the bird is just like, oh, 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 oh wow. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I can answer questions now. What do you want, lady? All right. What's up with these three ghosts? It looks around. It sees the spirits. And then it it hops off your shoulder and goes rummaging around the cave a bit. Um, and it finds what looks like the empty shell of a crab. Um, and it starts poking at it and talking to it in some sort of weird clicky speech that only crabs and birds can understand. Um, and it turns around and it tells you, they came in here, they tried to hide their treasure. These poor buggers over here, the dead pirates against the wall, uh, they tried to come in and take the treasure. They got attacked and whatever, I don't know, they got killed by something. 
ask if he ask the crab if he knows about a door with blood. It clicks and clacks back at it again, and it turns around and just shakes its head like, "Ah, he's got nothing. He has, this is he lived and died here." Um, okay, so that that'll be the end of your round for now. Okay. Uh, what's everybody else doing in the meantime? Uh, I'm going to climb up onto the boat with uh, gunpowder, and I guess get task rabbits probably still on my back. I'm guessing. Um, yeah. I'm going to like kind of come over to old gunpowder and uh, kind of just back them up a little bit. Okay. Because I want to make because doing... I want to make some friends. Okay. That that's all you're doing though. You're not doing anything else. No, I want to make friends. Okay. So when you once you get up uh, beside old gunpowder, uh, one of the spirits drifts off sort of from the two. Uh, so two of them are in front of old gunpowder. One of them drifts about a half a foot or two uh, apart, so that it's standing in front of you. Uh, but it doesn't say anything. It doesn't speak otherwise. Uh, Task rabbit, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna point the severed hand towards the chest and have and walk have Beardy walk towards the, the chest. Okay, uh, you can do that on your next turn, Beardy. Um, Gunpowder, what's you up to today or now? Sorry, not today. <laughs> um, I'm kind of standing in defense with my boarding axe. Not really sure what to do. Um, who are you? <laughs> one of the spirits drifts a little bit closer to you and it opens its mouth and you can see like you can see like when you look into its mouth you can see almost across time sort of thing like it's off it's not just an open mouth it's some sort of maw kind of deal uh but it opens its mouth and it, it leans in really close to you and it's like Who wouldn't? It has no reply to that. What? 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 Yeah, what is it? It gestures at the ship in in general. Who's the ship or the treasure? Uh, uh, to, to live. I wanted to live. I want to get out of here and live. <laughs> I'm too young to die. The spirit, the spirit, like drifts back a little bit, and it, its mouth closes a little. And you can see that as it closes its mouth, the maw kind of starts to go away too. Like it just ends up looking like a normal mouth again, all of a sudden. Um, and the two, the spirits all look at each other, and they just remain. They remain silent, just observing what you're doing. I'm. I'm gonna walk closer to the uh, the chest. Okay. With the with the severed hand pointed out. <laughs> okay, the same same thing. The skeleton, the spirit drifts towards you, and it just like why, why? Task rabbit, why? Um, with him this close to the spirit, your face is practically like looking down on its head. Task rabbit. I. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> along for the ride here. But I do want to do something if I can. Sure, what do you want to do? I have this I have this perfect 
cube made of crystal, and I'd like to pull it out and see if the spirits have any response to it. Uh, when you pull it out and put it in the palm of your hand, one of the spirits leans in and it gestures to the chest as okay. if it wants you to put it on the chest. And I do. I would I would do that. Okay. So, uh, Beardy, you're going to have to bend down real low for this. <laughs> oh. Beardy, let's go. <laughs> so, Task Rabbit leans forward and, and puts this little crystal cube on top of the chest, and it immediately sinks through the chest and is lost from view. <laughs> no. Oh, we were almost friends with <laughs> the same cube, but now only I have a cube. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's cool. I'm so angry. I jump off Beardy. Do it, do it again, Test Rabbit. Try to open the the chest. Okay. When you when you go to open the chest and you grab the lock, the spirits all just they back off into uh, like all three of them uh, part back about like five feet away from the chest, uh, looking at all the whole lot of you in the group, and they're like, "No, you can't. It's out." And then we're going to roll initiative. <laughs> so D6 plus your agility. Okay, six, two, three, five, three. All right, Beardy, you are first. Um, I'm going to uh, take out Kevin, and uh, Kevin's going to make friends with the treasure chest. Oh, you're going to whack the chest? Yeah. Okay. All right. Do it. Um, no roll for that. Just roll straight damage. I'm not going to make you roll to hit a moving uh, non-moving uh, object. What is, what is the D D six? No, it's a D four. So that's not very. But it hits for four damage. Okay. The cleaver hits the chest, and the chest kind of vibrates when he hits it, which is weird. It takes a chunk <laughs> out of the chest, just like a normal chest. But the chest vibrates visibly, like you can see echoes of it shivering back and forth. And the same echoes are mimicked in the spirits. All three spirits shiver, and they all just kind of like, ah, for half a second. Wait, wait, what do they do again? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait. What, what do they do? What, I'm not. Can, can you, they, can you, what do they yeah, do? Yeah, I didn't catch that. Can you do that again? Yeah, we didn't go, catch that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is just a, wanted a, to make I, sure. Just, yeah, this is not I, happening every time somebody hits this chest. Just so you know. No, no, it totally is. It totally is. No. That's Everybody better no be wi- no. They better be wailing on this chest for, for this, this there's combat. No, there's not going to be another goat event here. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's Beardy's turn. Old Gunpowder, your go. Uh, after seeing that, I'm hitting the chest. With my <laughs> <Okay. organics. laughs> Roll me your damage. Five. All right, so another giant chunk comes flying out of the wood lid of the chest. It shivers again, and the spirits are all, ah! And now it is their turn. Um, so let's see, what do we got here? Okay, so the first one is going to reach out and try to touch Beardy. So give me your uh, defense, uh, agility, difficulty 12. That's only an 8. Okay, roll me d6. Ooh, that's a six. That's how much damage you take. Oh, wait, but don't I have something? Out. I have something for armor too, right? Uh, you have minus D2 from the spirit if you want. Roll, okay. the, roll yeah. your D2. Nice. 
And you're not wearing any other armor because you're wearing rags or an nope. Ivy, aren't you? So it's only five Okay. So where it touches you, you can feel your skin just burn, but it's not hot burn. It's cold burn. And when it pulls your hand, its hand away from your face, you have three long skeletal finger mark, finger marks. What's a finger mark? Finger marks, marks. Yeah. <laughs> on the side of your cheek, and it, you can just you can feel it just sizzling. Uh, and the next one is going to go for old gunpowder because he touched the chest. So difficulty twelve on your agility, plus two for your bonus now. So twenty one total. You easily sidestep the spirit. It's got no chance of hitting you. He looks like a dancer on the deck. And we will go to TaskRabbit next. Um, I don't want to hit the chest. I want to try and open it. Okay. It does have a lock on it, so you'll have to try and pick the lock if you want. I would like to try and pick the lock. Okay. Uh, what do we have for weapons? I have a marlin spike and a bail or it's a marlin spike or bailing pin, belaying. Belaying pin. pin. Okay. So we'll say you have the marlin spike for now. Um, what are you going to use to try and pick the lock? It looks like it's, it's like an old school, like old timey, like lock. So it has a, you have to put something in there to try and jimmy the lock. Uh, I'd like to use the, the bone from the severed hand. Oh, okay. Old cool. Bone, uh, Pull right, a bone uh, out of the severed hand. <laughs> That's not gruesome at all. <laughs> so Taskrabbit <laughs> reaches into the back of the hand and just literally just, you hear this like gross, like <laughs> as, as she pulls a finger right out and the pointy finger just goes limp. limp, limp. <laughs> <laughs> hit, it, and, hit it when that happens. <laughs> oh, so you take the finger and you try to jimmy the lock. Roll me uh, agility. Difficulty 14. 15. Okay. So you twist the finger around inside the lock a bit, and weirdly enough, it works just like a skeleton key almost. You hear a pop, the lock clicks open, you throw open the lid of the chest, and it is full of gold, silver, all sorts of little trinkets and doodads, and your little crystal cube is lying on top of it. And the third spirit is going to attack you for opening its chest. So roll me your agility, difficulty 12. Uh, three. Okay, roll me a d6. Four. Do you have any armor? Yeah, I have my spirit on. So. I thought you I... cast that on somebody else, didn't you? Yeah, I thought it was on gunpowder and me. It protects me too. No, it doesn't. Watches over the souls of you and your allies. That's just flavor text, actually. <laughs> You can put it on yourself, but it technically only covers the people you cast it on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wasted on Beardy. <laughs> you just mm -hmm. saved poor Beardy, though. You're a faithful steed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be, that damage is going to go to you then. So I take four damage. Yep. And same thing, where it touches your skin, it grabs your hand, actually, because that's where you flip open the chest. And all around the exterior of your hand is just, like, singed flesh now. It just, and it hurts like hell. And we go yeah, to you Captain. Spare hand. <laughs> yeah, you got a spare now. Captain Jay? Um, let's just clarify. I had not actually made it on the ship yet. Mm -hmm. 
like a good captain. I trust my people. You're commanding from the rear. To handle things. I would like to get on the ship and kind of skirt around and see if I see anything that looks like a door with blood on it or a red door or something that matches what I have on the map. Okay. Uh, you do so, and there you can see there's another uh, another entry leading out of this cave further on, uh, but there's no doorway in it. It is just an open cave. And that will be your round. So we will go back to the top and go back to old Beardy. Um, I'm going to jump off the ship and go back to the the puddle of water. Okay. So you leap over the side and splash down into the puddle. So I I just realized that I have I have a container that says that it has a it's a bucket for four normal sized items. Mm -hmm. I wanna I wanna take a bucket of that water that's the of that of the pool the pool of water. Okay, so Beardy's going for a drink, everyone. So you jump over the edge, grab your bucket (laughs) off your side, scrape up a big bucket full of water. What you gonna do with that? I'm gonna go back onto the ship and like douse the, the, the. I'm either gonna douse the spirits, which I don't think is gonna work, or I'm gonna douse. You said there's three pirate, pirate bodies on the. Yep. What about the corpses on the on? Oh, there's four corpses along along the wall. Oh, but there's only three corpses. Um, Yeah, I'm just gonna throw some water at the spirits. Okay. Uh, Roll me agility, difficulty twelve. Oh, that's a natural 20 right there. All right. You have never before in your life seen a bucket of water so expertly thrown at a spirit, <laughs> as specific as that might sound. It literally yeah. goes through all three of them. He manages to get all three of them in the one spray of water, and yeah. he passes harmlessly through them. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but boy, did it ever look cool. It looked spectacular. Yeah. Like, I basically... I like I like take the bucket and like I spin like you know like like if you're gonna do like a shot put or something and I like spin around and then finally I like swing it and it like does that perfect wave of water and yep. it just it goes poof, 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 right through each so, three and then it splashes against them yeah and like like it was like some sort of hidden talent that I've had all my life that I've never used yes that I could have probably gone pro as like a water thrower like if that was an, a profession and it just splashes against the, the cave of the wall little Beardy. known fact water Beardy's full Beardy's full title on board ship is Beardy the Bailer because <laughs> he can bail like it's nobody's business he jumps out of boats he throws water off of boats he's amazing if you want it off a boat he's your man all right he threw so, himself <laughs> off a boat earlier that's how good he is that's what I mean that's mm. what I mean if you need something off a boat him the water anything just tell Beardy yeah. All right. Uh, Gunpowder, it's your turn. Um, <clears throat> gonna swing my boarding axe at uh, the closest. Uh, the closest spirit. Spirit. I All right. That's gonna be uh, strength. Difficulty twelve. That's a seven. That's not gonna do much. That is not. You you swing at it and it passes harmlessly through some of its vestments. You can see it is damaging the vestments though. So they're not entirely spirit. So you actually like you do actually tear some of the vestments. Task Rabbit feels a twinge of pain for the damage to the fine clothing, 
but uh, no, it doesn't actually hurt you to ask for it. <laughs> so yeah, didn't I know. Even, hey, Beardy, the water does nothing. But the axe... Didn't even, like, make their clothes wet or anything? Nope, it passed right through them like they weren't even there. This they is, didn't even this... notice it. <laughs> Crap. This is... Yeah, I know. It's some BS in it. All right, TaskRabbit, your turn. Um, I would like to take my cube out of the chest and any... Uh, any jewels if there's jewels in the chest i'd like to take those as well you're specifically going to pick around for jewels i'm just gonna... <laughs> yes okay i just wanted to be clear that's all so you you start picking through the chest you know no 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 yes no no yes no you're tossing coins aside and little little weird there's a little goblet that goes flying out of the chest the spirits are visibly enraged by what you're doing they're just like you know kind of thing um but you do manage to pocket a few extra jewels we'll deal with that after the battle of course um and it is the spirit's turn so beardy roll me your defense again one of the spirits is lunging at you for throwing water at it even though it was harmless (laughs) no okay so roll roll me 86 and then roll your d2 for damage reduction that's three Oh, that's two. So two damage. Okay. So it grabs you by the face like it's going to lean in and kiss you somehow. So you have even more mm-hmm. little like marks like this all across your face. Um, and then it it try it makes to throw you back, but it, because it's a spirit, its hands kind of just push through you kind of. Um, the next one is going to go for old gunpowder again. So difficulty 12 on your defense. Plus two for your agility bonus now. Uh, dirty 20. Oh, wow. You are literally dancing around this, the deck of this ship. You're just pirouetting around things and under things and over things. Literally nothing could touch you. Even Beardy throwing water would not hit you. <laughs> so the spirit is the spirit, the spirit is just chasing him around, like, in, like just incensed. It's just like, ah, 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 back and forth. It just can't seem to lay hands on him. Um, and the other one is going to go for TaskRabbit because TaskRabbit is rummaging through their stuff. So difficulty 12 on your agility for defense. 20. One. Oh, wow. 21. Okay. You notice it out of the corner of your eye the very last second. You see it lunging towards you. Its hands actually pass through the chest, reaching for you, thinking it was going to catch you by surprise. And you just kind of lean back and you wave a, wave a gem in its face and tuck it in your pocket and step aside. <laughs> And that is all three of the spirits. So, Captain J, your turn. All right. <clears throat> I look down the other cave. Oh, oh, like Doug's computer froze. <laughs> I was frozen. Oh. Okay, you can still hear us. Okay, so continue. And Hopefully the stream yard doesn't crash. He's frozen. He can't yeah, do make it. Yeah, fun, make fun of Beardy because he's not moving. He's just sitting there like a doopy. Yeah. So I'd like to look down the cave and make the decision on whether I want to abandon these people or stay. Perfect. They're your friends, not these people. Even the bird, even the skeletal bird is like, excuse you? <laughs> I, it, it's just a moment. I see it. Fine. All right. So then I would like to make my way onto the ship. Okay. Uh, are you going to try to attack anything or are you just going to get on board? Yeah, I would like to uh, use my torch to okay. try and one of the ghosts. For sure, yeah. Uh, roll me your strength. Difficulty 12. 12. That is a hit. Uh, what does a torch do for damage? He says questioningly. 
I don't know. Well, let's call it a D3. We'll call it a D3 damage. Okay. No, oh, that's sorry. That's D5. <laughs> oh, are you trying to cheat the system? No, I'm playing with my DCC dice, and so oh, where oh, my... you actually have a D5. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a two. All right, so the fire hits it, and it sizzles up from the inside, and it you can see it just writhing. It's just like, it does seem to affect it a little bit more. It still only does three points of damage. Uh, and that is it for your turn. So that would take us back to Beardy. But we are going to say that he is... Uh, He's, he says that he'll swing on the spirits with Kevin. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to roll for him, Michelle? Just uh, roll me a sure. D12. Or D20, sorry. And we'll add, we'll add three. I don't even know what it's called. 13. Right All right, so that's a hit. So roll me D4. Two. All right. So that spirit, you, uh, Beardy just takes his bucket and he like smacks it into the spirit, knowing it won't do anything. But then he follows it up immediately with Kevin and Kevin hacks a big old chunk out of his shoulder. And that spirit just immediately, you can see it just, it just arches its back and just, and then it just fades away. So you've managed to slay one. And Beardy's back. Beardy's like, that was my plan the whole time. <laughs> Distract with the bucket, kill with Kevin. All right, uh, so that is Beardy's turn. Uh, we will go to Old Gunpowder. Two right. spirits alive, dancing man. In my, oh man. All right, in my impulsive self, because I feel like it's time, I take my iron grenade, uh -oh. <laughs> light it on my pipe, drop it on spirit, run and yelling gunpowder <laughs> to oh. let them know that i'm dropping gunpowder they okay. should know by now. Uh, all right so you're gonna just drop it at the feet of this well i'm gonna make you make a, an agility roll difficulty 12 just to make sure you get it on target 13. okay so <laughs> you light it just all nonchalantly because you've been dancing around like a badass and you just kind of casually toss it and it rolls immediately right up to the foot of the, the spirit that was attacking you. Um, let's see. Um, everybody test me agility difficulty 12 just for the sake of doing it. And let me know how you do. Hoping that there was that the warning okay. was enough to help me. Birdie's good. Task Rabbit is good. Captain J. That's a nine. That's a nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh roll oh, me three d6 yeah, damage luck. i'm gonna use my devil's luck oh you're gonna okay you want to re-roll it go ahead yes pull a card too you're gonna get to pull a card yep okay and that is no help that's <laughs> no help whatsoever <laughs> so okay. devil's luck abandons you <clears throat> oh my god i'm dead i no. apologize what did you roll for damage 17. Okay. So Beardy uh, ducks down behind the chest, actually, and shrapnel flying everywhere. And you can hear two big chunks of it impact the lid of the chest. Rocks the entire chest, even though it's full of gold and made of steel and wood. Rocks it back, and then it clicks back forward again. Task Rabbit is literally turned sideways. The mast takes like five pieces of metal from the grenade, like dunk, 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 all up the side of it. 
TaskRabbit looks around the side and it like if you hadn't had a mast in the way, you would be minced by this metal. Um, and Captain J is going to take eight points of damage. Do you have any armor? You don't nope. have any armor? How many hit points do you have, Captain J? Nine. Okay. Ooh. So two big chunks of shrapnel hit Captain J. Knock her back on her butt. She hits the deck of the boat, and it's just like, oh, it's a disaster. Look, like her, her outfit is just destroyed. And I should have gone down the tunnel and said, F these got That whole commanding from the rear thing biting you in the butt now because you chose not to do it. Finger <laughs> parrot. However, both of the other spirits are immediately obliterated by this blast. They just, like, literally just get shredded into pieces, and all you hear of them is them fading out. It's just like, ah, And then they're just gone. And that is the end of the battle. Um, there, thankfully, there's no bleed damage from that grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're done in the aftermath, there's shrapnel from the grenade everywhere, old gunpowder's dancing around, not being hit by anything like he usually is. Captain J looks like she's one step away from Davy Jones. I'm gonna, little... I want to run up to the to the chest and and act like I'm super worried about Beardy, and then be like, "Just kidding!" and grab some treasure out of. <laughs> I'm helping the captain. <laughs> I'm I'm being drugged towards the chest because I don't want to be a captain with people no more. I'm going back to having a dinghy and being captain of myself. This is why you have trust issues. This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> your your undead parrot is crawling around on your shoulder oh, as you crawl no. forward. I've given my undead parrot a command. X is currently over by freaking gunpowder and just pecking at the side of their head occasionally. <laughs> bink, bink, bink. <laughs> All right. So in the aftermath of this, um, you have a chest full of treasure amounting to 550 silver pieces worth of gems and other various gold and jewelry, which is going to well, you know what? We're going to call it 450 because uh, TaskRabbit's just been chucking the stuff she doesn't want. So it's all over the place. So if you want to stop and search for a while, you might find it all. I'd like to say that 250 of that is the captain's cut also for emotional damage, physical damage, gunpowder damage. <laughs> We're alive, are my portion is going to be more heavily weighted because I've already been stealing it. So yeah, we'll 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 sort out yours at the. And end I'm like, me. look, Beardy, you get a gold piece, and Kevin oh. gets a gold piece. Oh, it's thank shiny. you. Oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them in my pockets. All right. So, um, what do you plan to do now that you have vanquished the spirits? You already know from, well, Captain Jay is aware that there is another cave entry, which you will all see relatively quickly if just from roaming around the room. There is another option to go deeper if you would like. I feel like we should pause yeah. and make sure that our captain is not going to die. <laughs> I pull my flask out. I chug a bunch of my rum. I, uh, off of one of the dead pirates, I rip one of their shirts off and bandage myself up. Okay, um, how many? How much time do you want to spend in this cave? Long enough for me to drink all the rum and not feel the pain of my wounds. Okay, twenty um, minutes. Okay, it has to be at least one hour. One hour. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're just going to bandage your wounds, start chugging rum to ignore all the pain and everything like that. So you're going to test me toughness, difficulty rating eight plus one, so nine. 18. All right. You heal D4 hit points. Yes. And for the next hour, your agility is four. minus one. Okay. So you get four hit points back, but you are also minus one agility temporarily. And you have no rum left. She has drunk all of the rum. I also flip off old gunpowder a couple times. Oh. I am as salty as these caves. I just Captain want that salty to be Jay. Okay. And there is quite a bit of salt in these caves. Yeah, you can actually almost, you can almost taste it on the air, actually. There's so much salt on the walls of this cave. All right. So Captain Jay is, remark well, a little bit feeling better. Old gunpowder's down a grenade. Task Rabbit has a pocket full of jewels. Beardy's got his gold coins. And, and Kevin skill at well yeah and Kevin and a newly discovered skill for throwing water. <laughs> Are you ready to continue? Down there. Yes. Okay. So you move further into the caves. Um, you can feel um, Task Rabbit feels it before anyone else, but you can feel a hum in the back of your head. It's the same kind of energy feeling that you get when you do anything sorceress. So whenever you engage your sorcerer's powers, you can feel like a static electrical charge all the time. It just, it's one of the reasons why you enjoy being a sorcerer actually is because that feeling is very empowering even on its own with nothing else attached to it. But the further you go down this hallway, the, the more powerful it feels um, until you finally get to a large stone door. It's 10 feet high, 12 feet wide. So as, as wide as Beardy laying down. Um, it's covered in glyphs and it has a large basin in front of it uh, dug into the floor. It's uh, six foot wide, so it's almost like a small pool, actually. Um, and that is what you see. You, if it was, if it was full of water, yes. <laughs> Beardy, pull so, out the 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 thing you got, the tablet. Oh yeah, let me hear. Let me, oh, here it is. Now what? Is it the same? Are, this, are the glyphs the same? These glyphs do not match the ones on his tablet. They're uh, similar in style, but they they don't relate to the glyphs on the door. Uh, maybe my book. Maybe my book matches. You can try to look through your book again if you want. Yeah. Let's look through my book and see if anything matches. All right. Test me spirits. Difficult spirits. Why am I? Why can talk no I? <laughs> Test me spirit. Difficulty twelve. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Wow. Seven. I think, I think we're going to have to get I have a plus four dice. on my spirit, you guys. I, and I have lost every single time. <laughs> Is there anything on my revolver match that? The one that I found? The flintlock? Uh, uh, you pull out the rune-covered revolver. Uh, or not, yeah, sorry. Rune-covered flintlock pistol. Uh, not a revolver. Um, there are there are runes, and it's, it's similar to Beardy's Tablet. They're of the same vein, but nothing like specific to this door. I search the door for any like hidden things in the okay. Um test me presence, difficulty twelve. Fourteen. Okay. Uh you don't find anything in particular that um 
is a latch or a lever or anything like that. But in your progress of feeling around, you do take out quite a bit of moss and leaves and other detritus that was built up on, on the uh, glyphs over the, uh, over the years. Um, so TaskRabbit, give me another uh, spirit or presence test or meh, spirit test, sorry. Difficulty 10 this time. Uh-oh. Boy. <laughs> There's going to be some violence here today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It doesn't make any sense. All right. You do recognize a couple of the glyphs, but not enough to really get a grip on what they all say, unless you want to literally, like, you know that if you're given enough time with this, if you want, if you want to sit down and study these for a good long while, you can eventually figure these out. It's just not coming to you immediately. I would like to use one of my, uh, my um clairvoyance to to try and understand the door okay uh how to get through me. it okay test me difficulty 12. okay sooner or later this is gonna work <laughs> <laughs> but not now <laughs> 11. <clears throat> Okay, so you commune with the spirits for a little while, and you, uh, like, what specifically do you want to ask? How to get through the door. Let's look. Okay, so you commune with the spirits, and you're concentrating on the solution to the door, and weirdly, at the same time, while you're doing this, Captain Jay pulls out the, uh, the map, the, the map that you guys had before, um, that has the uh, the phrase, uh, only those with a heart of the sea may pass the doors of blood. And it falls to the ground in front of you. So when you open your eyes, that's what you see. <laughs> Super helpful. So the spirits are basically just like, lady, it's right here. <laughs> what is the heart of the sea? It's not tuna. That's the fish the, of the sea. Chicken of the sea. The, the pool of, of water... That's in front. Yes. I take a big drink of it. Okay, it is terribly salty seawater. Uh, it doesn't do you any harm, but it certainly doesn't taste good because it's pretty stagnant. And then I try to go towards the door, like touch the door. Okay. Um, it does nothing that you can... Dang note. it. All right, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I'm also out of grenades, so... I'd like to suggest that Kevin try to open the door. Ah, Kevin. Kevin, open door. Door. Kevin, do you want to open door? <laughs> oh, Kevin wants to open door. So he'll. I'll go over and uh, whack the door with my, with Kevin. Okay, the cleaver hits the door, and you hear this high pitched tone. And the uh, that static feeling that you felt coming into this room, Task Rabbit, spikes like tenfold, and actually is almost painful. Like it's almost like a like that kind of like an ice cream headache kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it lasts for a few seconds and then it dissipates. But the door itself is undamaged, um, and Beardy is left looking at Kevin, going, "You failed me." <laughs> Kevin, you didn't do your job. You get time out. The lock on the door, does it just look like a standard lock or does it look like... There is actually no lock on the door. It's just a... a you can you know it's a door because there's a split down the middle, but it's just covered in glyphs. There is no, there's no handle. There's no knob. 
There's no keyhole that you can see of any sort. I would like to cut my hand just to, and place it where it looks like. D4, or otherwise you'd be dead now. For cutting my hand? That's <laughs> well, one point of damage. You only had one point oh, left. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Captain J cuts your hand and falls down dead. All right, so you cut your hand and you step forward to uh, to touch the door. And what you don't notice, because you're focused on putting your hand on the door, is while you're walking up towards the door, you're going around the pool, and a couple of drops of your blood hit the pool, and instantly the pool turns bright red. So you think, in your mind, that you touched this door, and it went pop and opened like sesame. So you put your palm on the door, and you mix some blood onto it, and the door immediately slides open. I am the captain of the world! I was so close. Oh, no. <laughs> Kevin gets partial credit. He loosened it for you. Good job, Kevin. Um, the hallway behind this doorway uh, is actually carved out of the stone. It's not a cave any longer. It's actually uh, structured stone. Uh, so it's an actual stone hallway. It extends about 50, 60 feet. Um, at the end of the hallway, there's a set of stairs that lead upwards. And on the right-hand side, there is a doorway. That is, there's no door and it's just a doorway. Up or down? Uh, you're the captain. Tell us. Beardy, do your Kevin thing. Direct <laughs> us. Wait, let um, me get on Beardy's back again really quick. I'm, I'm <laughs> really, really exhausted. I'll, 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 I'll like kneel down so that uh, Task Grabber can get on. You're fortunate that this hallway is 10 feet tall because otherwise you'd be whacking her head on the roof of this. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Please let it slope down at certain running points. down, running down the hall, and Task Rabbit's just having her whole forehead scraped off as she goes. Like, running oh. down that hall, <laughs> Task Rabbit's hitting her head. Okay, so Task Rabbit scrambles up on Beardy, and Beardy, what uh, you doing? Beardy will take out Kevin and be like, "Kevin, you're the line leader now. Let's go." You're just gonna and, walk down um, the hall. I'm going to uh, hold him, hold my meat cleaver named Kevin out, and uh, and as almost like, it's like a talisman a, against evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to make sure that it's uh, the it power knows of Kevin compels you. The power of Kevin compels you. <laughs> All right, so you go walking down the hallway, and you reach the point where it splits off into the stairway that goes up into another room, and the other side is uh, to the right of you. Um, to the right, you can see there's a pool of water. There's a small stone, uh, almost like a pier. Uh, it extends out about 10 feet into the room. And then it's just a pool of dark water. Um, on the far wall is another set of uh, hieroglyphs that lead from ceiling all the way down to the level of the water. You can't see into uh, the depths of the water because there's no uh, exterior light available in this room. Um, and the stairway leading up into the room on the left-hand side um, it looks like just a lar very large open chamber. You can't really see much more from down here. You'd have to go up and look. Are there any like loose stones on the ground, like little pebbles and rocks and whatnot? Oodles. I would like to try and skip one across that water. Okay. It's not, not at all difficult. You have fami you're familiar with this being a pirate. You, you're, you skip rocks in your spare time all the time. It goes skipping across. It goes all the way to the far side of the room. It's about 25 feet across clicks against the hieroglyphs and you see it sink down into the water. You lose sight of it very quickly though, because the water is so dark past a few inches down. It doesn't appear to be 
untowardly dark. It's just dark because it's a dark room. Hmm. Anything happen on the water? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing responds. Just ripples that slowly fade away. Um, do you want to try and translate the glyphs because you're staring at them? Yes. Okay. Roll me your uh, spirit difficulty twelve. I uh, I can't read so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anybody else? What are you doing? I would try to translate. Okay. You direct Beardy with your severed hand, and he oh. crouches low enough to get you into the room so you can see. Uh, same thing. Test me spirit. Difficulty 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 22. Nice. Okay. The uh, the glyphs actually tell um, of a dynasty of rulers uh, that ruled for a thousand years uh an extensive island kingdom and a dark power that rose from the sea to uh that ended up defeating them and you can tell though the way the uh pictograms on the wall are arranged it's actually indicating there is something beneath the water it may be a Hmm. metaphor it might be something you never know i knew it so i threw a rock needs to be (laughs) careful What else are you going to do? I'm going to turn around and go towards the stairs, towards the uh, open chamber. Okay. Uh, are you going to walk up the stairs? With TaskRabbit on my back? Yeah, absolutely. Well, she kind of doesn't have a choice, dude. You're carrying her. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah, I totally do that. Okay. So in this room... Uh, as you get to the top of the stairs, you see what is... Uh, do you have the graphic that I gave you with all of the, the skulls? I don't remember if I gave you that graphic or not. I don't think so. No, I don't see one. Okay. So you walk up into that room, and as you get to the top of the stairs, you can see that there uh, the room itself is covered in tapestries. Uh, each tapestry has a different skull, a different animal skull head on it. Uh, one is a stag, one is a cat, uh, like a like a jaguar kind of thing. Uh, one is a rodent, one is a pig, one is a raptor, uh, but that's actually a bird, not a velociraptor. Um, one is a snake, uh, another one is an ape, uh, and there is one large skull in the middle uh, of all of them together. Um, but that is all you can see is the tapestries. You'd have to go further into the room if you want to see more. Oh, pretty tapestries. That's a big word. Each of the tapestries. The reason why you can see the tapestries is each of them is lit by a hanging brazier. And those those are lit? Yeah, they're lit, actually. The whole room is lit. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. I push Beardy forward. Oh, oh. Okay, um... There's a large statue uh, in the corner. It's a gigantic, like solid mass of something. You can't even really tell. It could be, uh, it could be anything. But as you get, as Ta- Beardy stumbles into the room, it rises up, and you can see that it's actually the body of a snake, and the head of it is actually uh, arrayed around uh, the central mass. Is uh, all of the skulls that I just read to you from the tapestries, and it looks like this. Oh, there you go. That's the, that's the graphic right there. That is Tito Tonton. 
and it animates and is going to attack you. Oh, it is. Uh, it has bat wings. Uh, it has. Uh, there's seven clay skulls around its around its form, and it speaks in seven different voices, which I will not be doing because I don't know seven different voices to use for this. <laughs> mm, I'm pretty sure you do, Jason. I, mean, I, mean, I, I could probably I could probably do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, roll me initiative, Beardy. That is a six. Okay, six for Beardy. Who's next? A six for old gunpowder, and I can't see the rest of your hand. You got a seven. Okay. <laughs> and Taskrabbit has a three. Okay. So, Captain J, despite the fact that you shoved Beardy into the room, you are the one who reacts first. Oh, I'm gone. Actually, when you guys turn around, there is no more Captain J. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I thought for sure you yeah, was... <laughs> You hear a splash, and she's in the pool in the water in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> gone, absolutely gone. No, um, I would like to try to use my undead bird to talk to the undead heads to be like, "Hold up, let's let's talk about this." Well, all of the undead heads are actually attached to one creature, um, but you, uh, the bird looks takes one look at the at the creatures and it's just like nah uh uh-uh, no I'm out and it just it scampers back around <laughs> behind your neck and just like peeks out from the side like nope 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 I picture like Iago from Aladdin yeah basically yeah they were basically yeah yeah <coughs> like oh okay. no <laughs> uh, who has a better what agility between Beardy, between Beardy and Old Gunpowder who has a better agility score uh, zero. Uh, I have one. You have one? Okay, so you're going next, Beardy. Um, I'm going to take Kevin out and start smashing one of the skulls on the, the, okay. the thing. So you rush across the room and you attack it. So yeah. uh, you are going to... Let's see. Okay. Um, you hit it with Kevin. Roll me your damage, D4. Oh, wow. That's an automatic hit? Mm-hmm. That's a two. Okay. Where you hit with Kevin, it glances off the clay and doesn't even leave a scratch. Oh, Kevin. Do better next time. And then it rears up on its big old snake body because it's going next uh, because it has the same agility as Beardy. So it rears up on its snake body and it leans down with the boar head and it's like, you are going to die here. And then it reaches up, and it's got two hands. One has a giant uh, fruitwood makana. It's basically a, a, a Mesoamerican um, sword, kind of like a kind of like a carved sword weapon. And it is going to try and attack you. So you're going to roll me defense uh, agility twelve, please. Oh yeah, thirteen. All right. You narrowly avoid it. It hits the ground with a great big thunderous crash, and Beardy steps aside, more more agile than he's ever been in his life. Um, and that is its attack round. So we're going to move on to Old Gunpowder. It's your turn. All right. I think the only thing I have I could do at this point is swing my boarding axe at it. All right. So rush up and swing. And uh, that's a 16. All right. That is a hit. Roll me your damage. Five. It has the same effect that Barry's cleaver had it hits it looks like it should have but bit deep and taken a lot of large chunk out of it but it just glances off there's something something is protecting this creature oh no 
Uh, and that is going to take us to TaskRabbit. It was terrifyingly close to a very large snake creature with seven animal skulls. Pretty sure I was still on Beardy's back. Yes, that's what I mean. You're terrifyingly close. <laughs> it's towering over Beardy, oh. and you're like at you're at skull level with it, so you can yeah. see it. Yeah, right? I would you're looking like in eye sockets. <laughs> I would like to try and and get my Merlin spike up, like in its mouth or under its jaw. Go for it. Uh, roll me strength. Difficulty twelve. Oh, that's a one. Oh, okay. That's a fumblerino. That's a, that's a minus. Did you roll a one or did you just total one? I rolled a one and it would be minus two from that. So that's a minus. Yeah. Okay. So roll me, roll me uh, one D six and tell me what you roll. I'd rather not. <laughs> Five. Okay, you reach up to try and ram it up into the skull, almost like as if you were going to go for its throat underneath the, underneath its chin kind of thing. And in the in your haste to ram it up there, you forget to hold on to the other end of it. So you let go of the pike. It goes right up through the skull, right over the top of Tito Tonton, and lands behind him. <laughs> so you you it, if it, if it was actually a, a, a creature you could have killed like that, it would have looked spectacular. But unfortunately, not so much. <laughs> All right. Well, you uh, figured that... out you can't kill it by uh, hitting <laughs> mm -hmm. it in the head. So yeah, that's good. you're discovering Pretty lots good. of ways not to kill it. Yes. Okay. We're learning. Um, back to Captain J. It's your turn. All right. So I've seen X be like, eh, eh, and I've seen them take swings at it, which is eh. to no effect. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to run up in one of the tapestries in the room and set it on fire with my torch. Okay. So which one are you going to do? Um, uh, you can roll me a D8 if you want. If you want to randomize it. Yeah, let's randomize it. Okay. Three. All right. So you run over to the rodent and you stick your torch into it and it starts to smolder and catch fire. And then it just like, just the fire races across the tapestry as if it was extreme. Like it's ex extremely old and flammable. Uh, and it just basically consumes the image of the rodent in it. And correspondingly on Tito Tonton, the rodent skull just cracks and falls off. And you hear that jittering noise as it hits the ground. And that is your turn. So that uh, takes us to Beardy. And does Beardy see that? You would see the skull collapse. You would not have seen Captain Jade burning the tapestry, though. You're too focused on the giant 15-foot clay monster in front of you. I will... Uh... I'll kind of try. So I will run away from this monster because I don't want it to get Task Rabbit. Okay. And I saw like it took took Task Rabbit's weapon, and I noticed that Kevin it didn't really have Kevin didn't really have an effect on it. So I think at this point my uh, my instinct is to turn around and run away from it. Okay. So you turn around, you bolt back across the room. Uh, you'll get as far as the doorway uh, where the stairs are. Okay. Um, and Tito Tonton is going to pursue because it is his turn next. So he's going to try and chase you down. Um, you're going to roll me defense difficulty 12. Ooh, that's a nat 20, baby. Okay. Yeah. So there's a ledge by the door that you have to jump up on. 
to get to the stairs. So while you're running, it is literally surging after you. It's big snake body slithering quickly behind you. And you can hear all the heads just hollering at you as one big voice like, you cannot leave, you are going to die here. And it's like, sort of like the old Star Trek thing where the, when the kids are like, die, 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 you know, kind of thing. It's just echoing in your head. When you jump up onto that ledge, you feel the air of that club, that, uh, what, is, what the heck is it called again? A Mykana, swinging past underneath your feet. Like if you had not jumped at that moment, it would have taken you out at the knees and you probably would have gone like bat down on your butt. But you rolled well and you jump up just at the last minute and you hit the you hit the landing you turn around and you're just like hey, kind of thing over your shoulder looking at it task rabbit is like oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that is your turn and that is its turn so now it goes to old gunpowder all right so i'm going to run after this thing and my goal since obviously my boarding axe is not doing any damage to it i'm going to jump for the arm that has the sword the, the to try and basically grapple it to keep it from swinging anymore. Okay, so roll me grapple move. We'll call that an agility difficulty twelve. Okay, it's not trying to avoid you, so I'll give you difficulty twelve. Fourteen. Okay, so you leap up and you grab onto it, and its arm immediately drops because it can't carry the whole weight of you attached to it, of course. So it drops to the ground. It doesn't lose the weapon, but it does. It's, you've kind of got it like dragged towards the ground. Um, and that is your turn. So we are going to go to TaskRabbit. Uh, are we? Did we like jump and stay? Can Can I see the tapestries now that are on fire? Uh, well, you can see the one. You can see the remains of the one that Captain Jay just burned. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, uh, you would have to get off of Beardy to get to another one if you want to. You you couldn't you can't reach them from where you are. Oh, uh, Beardy's at the doorway and there's no tapestry in the doorway. That has so much work. Um, <laughs> Living is so much work. Hopping uh, off of somebody's back is so time consuming. <laughs> that's a lot. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm really lazy. <laughs> um, I kind of picked up on. That. What? She's like smacking him on the head. Like, what are you doing? You're going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, I actually would like to do that, but with the severed hand. Just <laughs> so, Beardy, you, you, feel this, oh, you, oh, you feel this. You feel this. Well, there's four four good fingers, and the other fingers just like. Plit, 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 plit. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to like accidentally pick Beardy's nose as she's like smacking him with it. It's just like a full. Like sticking your finger in his ear yeah. kind of thing. Oh. oh I've been doing that the whole Willie. time. I've been, I've been playing pranks on Beardy the whole time with the severed hand. You guys are you going to... Are, are is that all you're going to do? Is just be irritated at Beardy? Yes. Okay. So that's going to be your turn. Okay. So we're going to go back to Captain Jay. It's your turn again, Captain Jay. All right. <laughs> the first thing I would like to do is scream at all of them. The tapestries, you idiots. The tapestries. <laughs> and then whatever the closest tapestry is to me, I would like to try and set it on fire. Um, okay. That's going to be your whole turn. Uh, roll me another D8. One. Uh, this one is, appears to be a stag. So you light that one on fire and it starts to crinkle and groan and then it bursts into flames. And same as before, the corresponding skull on Tito Tonton cracks and fractures. But this time, 
Tito Tonton's head swivels towards you. <laughs> just like you'd all hear an oh. <laughs> okay, so that head falls off, um, and the corresponding head falls off of Dieter Tonton, and we go back to Beardy. Um, Beardy will run to the nearest tapestry, and <laughs> with yeah, Taskrabbit smacking his head the whole time. And uh, I will uh, try to. I will grab the. I don't think I have a fire. I don't think I have any fire, but I have. You said that there's like a. There's a brazier a, next to each one. Brazier, yeah. So I'm going to take that brazier and and uh, light it on fire. Okay. Uh, roll me agility difficulty twelve. Just see if you burn yourself in the process. Uh, that's a. That's a five. Okay. Roll me d two. That's a one. Okay, so you take one point of damage because you grab the hot end of the brazier. It's full of coals. But you tip it up and it hits the brazier. Roll me a d8 to see which which head you get. That's a one. Uh, that is going to be the feline. So you see this cat skull and it, like the flames consume this cat skull. And you hear this high-pitched shriek of a cat in pain kind of kind of thing. And it cracks and the skull falls away, and uh, that is, uh, let's see, that's your turn done, and that goes to Tito Tonton, whose attention is now focused on Captain Jay, because she's breaking all of the skulls. So it is going to come across towards you. Um, roll me a d6, Doug, real quick. One to three, you're going to be close to her. One to three, four to six, you're not. Uh, that's a five. Okay, so you're not close enough to Captain Jade to have a problem with this. So it comes across the room, dragging old gunpowder by its limp arm, but its other arm comes out from behind it, and it has a three-headed flail on it, and it is going to take a swing at Captain Jay, so you're going to test me de- You're going to test me defense, difficulty 12, your agility. I'm trying to help. Ooh, dirty 23. Dirty 23. Okay. So all three heads of the flail come clacking around over your head and you're so busy on the tapestry. You don't even notice that this thing has come up behind you. And while the thing is burning, these, the heads of this flail come over top of you and they grab the rest of the remaining part of the tapestry off this, off the, like the hanger, the bracket that it's attached to grabs out and just snaps it off the wall and it goes flying. So you look back over your shoulder in time to see this like five skulled 15 foot piece of clay snake swinging at you, but it misses. So lucky you. And then we go to old gunpowder. Can't touch this. All right. Uh, at this point, if I'm attached to his arm, you can't really... really fight him unless you want to let go of the arm. Well, so I mean, my goal really is just to like kick at whatever weapon is in still in the hand that I'm attached to to try and like. Oh, you want to try that... and disarm him? Yeah, I would try to disarm him with you know holding on to my arms, using my feet okay. to try and kick the weapon out of his hands. If that's even possible. Okay, we're going to do opposed rolls for that. Um, Beardy, roll me a d20. And same with you, old gunpowder. 17. Uh, 11. Okay, so you manage to pry its clay fingers loose and the Makana falls to the floor. Yes. And that is going to be your round because that's a complicated action. And it, it just ribs roaring at you the whole time in like a variety of animal voices. Um, and once, once his weapon, when the weapons fall, when, uh, when its weapon falls to the floor, it's going to bring the flail up as if it's going to strike you next with it. Uh, but it can't do that because it's not its turn. Um, and we're going to go to TaskRabbit. It is your turn now. 
You are now at a tapestry that's on fire. I would like to. Bird-handed beardy. Uh, did I see what happened with gunpowder? You saw that it uh, managed to disarm the creature, yeah. Now that you all know what's going on, you're constantly looking at the creature and then the tapestries. Okay. I would like to uh, jump down and go get the the weapon that he okay. dropped. All right. Since he's so, so focused on gunpowder right now, I'm just going to... He is indeed. Sneak, you get over there and... Grab it. Yeah, you can grab onto it, yep. You're going to do anything with it or you're just going to grab it? No, I just I just want to have it for okay. a weapon because I don't have one. <laughs> it is it is quite large. It's probably about four feet long. So it's gonna if you want to swing it, you're gonna have to use both hands. Oh, so I can't like keep it. Okay. It's, well, you can, you can you you can certainly use it as a weapon. It's just gonna it's a two handed weapon for you. It's a one handed weapon for it because it's fifty right? feet tall. But anyway, you you have a hold of this Makana, and it, it is gonna it. have to fight you for it if it wants it back. So that will be your turn. So we'll go back to Captain Jay again, who now is like nose to skull with a very angry Mesoamerican god. Or, well, avatar. <laughs> um, I would like to run to the tapestry that is furthest from him and set that one on fire. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that that's going to take your whole round because it's a large chamber. Um, roll me agility when you get there because you're going to try to do it hastily. Difficulty 12. 21. Dirty okay. 21. So you run over there and you just, when you get there, you saw what happened to Beardy when he tried to lift one up. So you turn as you get there and you give it a great big wide circle kick and it goes, the brazier goes flying up and the coals hit the tapestry itself. Roll me a D8. Uh, 14. Okay. So there's a giant boar head with tusks sticking out of it at the very bottom of the skull, or at the very bottom of the arrangement, and it cracks and falls off, and Tito Tonton screams across the chamber like, You will not succeed! And I say, Kuna Matata, bitch. <laughs> oh, you <sorry>, dog. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's not my fault this time. Okay, Beardy, it's your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to run over to the next, uh, tapestry. Captain Jay is speaking in tongues. You've never heard the term Hakuna Matata. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before. Um, I'm going to run over to the, uh, the, the next tapestry and light it on fire. Same thing. You're going to try and you're, well, I won't make your roll for it this time because you, you figured out that fire burn. Ouch. Fire um, hurt. Yeah. So you, uh, you do the same thing as Captain Jay. You step over to the next one and you kick it. So roll me a D8. Eight. Uh, okay, that's the raptor one. So you hear it's like a caca, caca, raptor. Skull breaks off. It's a tiny little skull, so it's a tiny little noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't. The skull cracks and falls off. Uh, so there's only, uh, let's see, you have the primate, the serpent, and that's it. So you only have two skulls left. So Tito Tonton is looking the worst for wear now. Um, and it is its turn. So it is going to turn and, hmm. Uh, Michelle, roll me a d6. We're going to decide who it's going to attack. Four. That's going to be old gunpowder. Roll me your defense, old gunpowder. It's pissed that you took its weapon away and more annoyed that Michelle, or that TaskRabbit stole the thing. Um, so 18. All right. So it picked poorly. <laughs> so it brings the flail around and it just slams it on the ground. Oh, actually, that's right. Um, 
you're going to have to test me defense as well, TaskRabbit, because you're close to him. Because the flail has three heads and it can hit an area area effective people. And Uh you're close to it right now. So what am I I rolling? Uh, Difficulty 12 on your agility. 12. Oh, perfect. So uh, old gunpowder dodges one of the heads of the flail easily and you dodge it as well actually actually we'll say that you use the makana to block it actually to add insult to injury to tito don don so you while, while you're you're holding it like the, you know you've got your you've got one hand or both hands on it or whatever you're trying to drag it away and the flail comes around and cracks into the side of the makana and bounces off instead of hitting you um and that's going to take us to old gunpowder's turn Uh, I'm holding on for dear life at this point. Um, I suppose, so there's, can I, can I dismount (laughs) and go towards one of the other tapestries? Um, I'll let you, I'll let you let go of him and make it to one of the tapestries, but I won't let you burn it this time just because it's going to take you a bit to safely let go of him and not take damage. Okay. Because so you'll be at the you'll be at one of the two remaining uh, two remaining tapestries. Okay, uh, so that's going to take us to Taskrabbit's turn. Nearly avoided getting crunched by a giant flail ball. I would just like to to take the the sword thing and see if I can't just cut this guy in half. Okay, Since I got it. I might as well try. Roll me strength difficulty twelve. Twenty. Eighteen. Okay. Um, roll me. Wait, did you roll a twenty though? Yeah. yeah. Was it a nat twenty? Yeah. It was a, it was a nat twenty. Oh, oh, you rolled a nat twenty. Okay, that that's a, that's important. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't so... know. That's all right. So this is 20... your third game, and you're okay. kicking butt. Sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. you're doing awesome. So a nat twenty. If you roll a die and it hits either a one or a twenty, like those are big. Like, those are those, those are, are those are big ones. Those yep. are the ones to be excited over. So the yeah, uh, twenties. Nat 20 is a critical hit, so the weapon does double damage, so you're going to roll me 2d8. Eight. Four. Okay. So, normally, Tito Tauntaun is invulnerable, but not to its own weapons. So, this Makana hits into the side of it and takes a gigantic chunk out of the side, like right in the body of the snake, you take a wedge out of it that's probably about, I don't know, about a half a foot in size. It's a 15-foot snake creature, so comparatively, it would be a, it would be a grievous mortal wound to any normal creature. The only thing, the only reason this thing is still standing at this point is because it's made of clay and it's an animated elemental avatar. But you do huge damage to it, and it just shrieks like you've never heard a noise like this. Like it literally makes every hair on everybody's body stand on end completely. Because it is compl- it has never felt pain like this ever. It's it's just not happened before, um, and but you are now the focus of its full attention. <laughs> hey Jason, what um, does that noise sound like? Yeah, what, what is what is that noise? What does that sound like, Jason? I, I hate you guys. <laughs> um, okay, give me a minute. I need to ruin my throat for this. So uh, so okay. So the Makana chunks into it, and Task Rabbit's all like, Nyah! and the creature's just like. Ah! <laughs> Beautiful. Favorite Harbor Master Beautiful. ever, right? Uh, Beautiful. I still, I'm happy that's not a damn goat demon. Um, 
<laughs> I, I don't want to ever make that noise again. <laughs> um, okay, so that is, that is the end of its turn. It is its full attention is now on Task Rabbit, uh, and we're going to go back to the top of the order. So that's going to be Captain J. All right. Um, I would like to burn the next closest tapestry to me. Okay. Uh, that is going to be the primate head. So you're just, wah, 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 and then that head cracks and falls apart. And... <laughs> I didn't know disturbed have a tapestry. Okay, so that one flames out, and the only head left now is uh, the serpent. So there's a big old snake head uh, that basically is just taking up center of the body now. Um, and we're going to go to Beardy. Yeah, I'm going to go to the snakehead tapestry. Okay. And I'm going to uh, take the brazier. Brazier? It's a brazier. It's not an undergarment. It's a fire pit that hangs from the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going to take, take my brazier. Okay. If you want, if you want to take your brazier and try to burn something, you can try to do that. But your your brazier is not, not on fire. Seventies. We're in pirate board. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're in pirate board. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. I'm gonna take my the the. I'm gonna kick that thing. The brazier. He gives me crap about making noises, and he can't even say brazier properly. Brazier. You just yeah. You've been saying brazier. I know. Um, I'm, it's a I would like to. I would like to slowly like kind of keep the the flame underneath because I want to hear it just scream like in ultimate torture wow. for a long period of time as it just it, it just that last head just like freaks into non-existence I'm just gonna just gonna like kind of singe the 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 tapestry yeah. just a little bit so I can hear it. Yeah. and then I'm just gonna kind of just kind of slowly burn it burn it away Okay, so when as the fire creeps up and it starts to sizzle and pop and crack, you can yeah. see the skull starting to shiver and shake on it, and it's almost like something out of Harry Potter. It's like, oh, you are, and then it cracks and crumbles off. In that instant, it's going to take one final attack. Don't you clip that, Ewok? <laughs> and in that instant it's going to take one final attack at task rabbit who has uh vexed it by taking a huge chunk out of it so you're going to test me agility difficulty 12 16 okay so the flails come down one final time and slam down next to you and take huge chunks out of the stone surface and all there's shards of stone flying up around you as the last skull cracks and with the cracking of the last skull the entire form of tito tauntaun just shatters into clay pieces and crumbles to the ground around you all yay a little, little jig through the the dust when it crumbles and dies a doorway opens at the far end of the hall Oh, look at that. I go to the doorway and look through. Hold on a second. Uh, Hold on a second. I need to do something here. Okay. I take my fancy tricorn off. I'll trade you for that sword. Oh, deal. Deal. Okay. All right. So the, uh, the, uh, it's, it's called a fruitwood makana. If you want to make a note of it, it does a D8 damage and it's a two handed weapon. Got it. 
The flail is made of obsidian. It does a D6 damage. I, not that anyone's picking it up right now. Uh, and it can hit up to three close targets. But it is also a two-handed weapon. And attacks at a disadvantage because it'll be difficulty 14 because it's much larger than what a human would normally wield. Beardy might be able to get away with it because um, he's large and he's a brute. But none of the rest of you can wield it effectively normally. The Beardy and Kevin's love is true. I know, I'm just, mm. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to tempt him. I'm going to go over mm. and pick up my uh, Marlin Spike. Okay. You recover your weapon. There's no damage to it whatsoever. And then uh, get Captain... back to the Beardy. Okay. <laughs> back to your faithful steed. Uh, there are two staircases that you can see from the, uh, the door that opened up at the far end of the hall. Uh, two staircases lead up to a stone platform. You can't see anything on top of the stone uh, stone platform. You'd have to go further into the room if you would like to do that. Uh, you going to go, Beardy? Yeah, I'm just going to go. You're going to go? Right? Okay. I have no qualms about sacrificing the village idiot, so I let Beardy go. <laughs> okay, I mean, Beardy's the smart. Beardy stomps up the stairs. Um, at the top of the stairs, there is a plinth uh, with a large orb sitting on top of it. Um, and strewn around the top is uh, a lar rather large mound of treasure. Oh, look at that. Um, just, to, just to go through the thing here. Uh, somebody roll me a d4. Yeah. Two. There are two jade animal statues. Um, Mark, roll me a d6. Five. There are 500 gold worth of, or silver worth of ancient coins. I like when you said gold better. Can we go back to that? Yeah, no, we can't go back to gold. Sorry, it's silver. Um, Doug, roll me a d8. That's a three. There are three golden pots and cups worth 500 silver each. Uh, let's see, uh, Michelle, roll me a D10. Eight. There are eight gems lying in the pile. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically she can't grab anything because she's way up in the sky on top of smarty pants. That's true. Beardy, get the gems. I don't want gems. I want orb. There's also there's a couple of other items lying. There's a stone tablet, um, and there is something wrapped in cloth that you can't make out from where you're standing right now. I would like to grab the item in cloth. Okay, um, you're gonna roll me a d20. Five. Wrapped up in the cloth uh, is another handful of pages. Um, we'll, well, we'll circle back to that afterwards. Um, there is also a stone tablet. It has runes written on it, or inscribed in it, I suppose, rather than written on it. Beardy, grab the tablet. You already have one. Maybe they're the same. Oh, I let me see. Beardy's hand away. Oh. <laughs> My tablet. Beardy. Oh. Is it like my tablet? Yeah, you have a tablet and I have a tablet. Twinsies. <laughs> Twinsies. Okay. 
and I'll put it back in my pocket. You're putting your tablet back in the pocket or the tablet you picked up? Uh, I thought the Captain J took it. Well, she slapped her hand. You nobody took it. Oh, well, I'll just put my I'll just put mine back in my pocket. Captain okay, J so picks up the tablet. Okay, uh, it is also inscribed with runes. Anything okay. that I can make out on there? Uh, it would take you some time, but if you would like to spend some time in this room, you can sit down and try to read it. I will read that later. Okay. Uh, so you have the uh, the wrapped up cloth full of pages. Uh, Beardy, you going to go grab the uh, orb on the plinth? Mm. Beardy like orb. That's not a yes or a no. <laughs> that yes. Okay. All right. So Beardy goes over to the plinth and picks up a seven-inch obsidian sphere. When you look closely at it, it's uh, you can see stars. It looks like little motes of light sparkling in the night sky. Oh. Um, and when you when you gaze into it, the the words "forever gate" imprint themselves on your mind. Was it forever gate? Forever gate. Oh, don't know what that means. <laughs> oh. I'm going to just keep looking at the orb. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, old gunpowder, what are you doing right now? Um, I mean, my main priority is just a handful of silver enough to buy some more grenades when I get to a place where I can buy grenades. So okay. I don't have a... So you're just pocketing, you're pocketing loot right now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, TaskRabbit, what are you going to do? I'd like to try, trick Beardy out of the orb. And <laughs> Beardy into giving me the orb. <laughs> Beardy, I'll give you this hand for the orb. <laughs> no, I don't want to give anything do. up. I just want to trick uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's the ultimate greed there, yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at the orb. Orb so pretty. Yeah, you don't want it though. You oh. should, you just let me have it. No. <laughs> oh. Beardy keep orb. Oh, Beardy's 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 found a friend for Kevin. Hmm. Look, All right. look look into orb. It makes you feel funny. Yeah, if I because I can I can see the orb. Does it do anything to me just from looking at it, or uh, do you have to be touching it? Uh, nope, same thing. Just just from looking at it closely, you you hear the words "forever gate." Forever gate. Can I ask my clairvoyance what "forever gate" means? You can if you want to. Yeah, spirit difficulty twelve. Yeah, let's do it. That's a nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I can't. I like how. <laughs> if she's the she's the only sorcerer in the world who can't get the uh, one of her abilities to work at all. The other one works perfectly fine, but clairvoyance is just not her thing. <laughs> it uh, it basically it just comes back as gibber. The clairvoyance is just like gate forever, forever gate. I don't know what, what do you mean. It's two words. What do you? <laughs> we got nothing. This is called buy more dice. 
<laughs> you need to you need to put that uh, d20 in timeout. I think. I've rolled four different ones. Oh That's really? Four, four, like four different d20s. To yes. Holy cow! Are you, are you rolling Dragonbane dice? Is that what's happening over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if we were playing Dragonbane, you would be champion of the night, yeah. A couple dice I got from uh, Victory Condition Gaming. <gasps> oh, those are cursed. <laughs> Your dice of betrayer. Uh, wow. And I won't call, out, I won't call out the other companies that I got dice from, because that's just not, <laughs> that's not cool, yeah. you know? It's not cool to call companies out like that. Your VCG dice, do you tuck them into a box of raspberry Pop-Tarts at night? Um, yeah, I, I do, yes. So then that way they're they're like, they've got yeah. special powers. And if you're asking me, no. Instructions, that's why. No. That's why. Wow. Are, are you going to read any of the pages on that uh, cloth wrap package? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Test me oh, difficulty difficulty rating fourteen on your spirit. Eighteen. Okay. So you start reading and you you get you find yourself getting lost in the words and um you uh you don't really realize what you're saying, but Beardy and TaskRabbit and Mark when he gets back for old gunpowder. Um, you can hear she's speaking uh, in like a ritualistic kind of language. Um, and one of the words that you all pick out is Necronomicon. Uh, not you, Captain J. You don't realize what you're reading. Um, and uh, um, the other one is uh, Ex Libris Mortis. And that's basically all that you can actually pick out. Uh, if you want to test me spirit again, uh, TaskRabbit, difficulty 12. You can understand a bit more of it if you succeed. Hey, 20. Natural Nine. or dirty? Dirty. Okay. All right. So you you understand about half of the actual conversation that she's actually reading off of. Um, you know that the pages that she's reading from are an incantation that will cause anyone that can hear Captain Jay's voice, living or dead, to lose D4 plus their spirit in hit points. It ignores armor entirely. And if you let her continue the conversation, all of you are going to have to do that right now. So you can let her continue or you can stop her. No, I'd like to stop her. Okay. So By you smacking Beardy and telling him to, to <laughs> stop her. Oh. This... Get her. What? We're all going to die if you don't. Captain J, stop! She can't hear you, and you can see her. She's she's flipped to the last page now. She started reading the last page. I'm just gonna whack the pages out of her hand. Okay, um, test me strength difficulty twelve. No, that's a three. Oh, sorry, four. Okay, so Beardy takes a swing at Captain J, and his hand narrowly misses, and he ruffles the papers. Um, I let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll just, well, yeah, we're just going to let it happen, actually, because you missed the swing. throw some salt in Captain Jay's eyes if that didn't work. Because I picked okay, up I'll, 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 I'll give you one more chance. So uh, I just want to, Captain Jay does not blink. 
I have never blinked. I That's don't true, care. actually. She doesn't blink. So this would be funny. So, okay, test me agility, difficulty 12. 19. Okay, so you grab a handful of salt and you fling it at Captain J, who's just like lost in reading this last page. And it hits her right in the eyes and Captain J is immediately busted out of the trance she was in. And she's just like, just hollering to high heaven, like cursing and swearing, clawing at her eyes because they're full of friggin' salt, which is burning like crazy, as anybody who's ever gotten salt in their eye would know. <laughs> but it stops you from reading, Captain J, and you come back to your senses and you don't even realize what you've done other than Task Rabbit just threw a handful of salt in your face. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I say a few choice words at Task Rabbit. Just for your own good. Walk the plate for my good, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, well, possibly for the good of everyone. Be like, well, that's that's the thing too. Like, you don't have to explain what was going to happen because no one else knows. All Beardy knows is you told him to take those or to stop her from reading, and you threw salt on her afterwards. Nobody else knows anything. I'd like to look back down at the pages that she interrupted me from. It doesn't make any sense because you're on the last page. Oh, okay. Once you can't, you can't pick up where you left off. It's not that, not that sort of magic. <laughs> hmm. All right. So all you have left now is the stone tablet, which will take some time to read. If any, if you want to test uh, spirit difficulty 12, you can try and read it. I just want you to know this entire evening, no one has said anything as true in the comments as what just happened in the comments. <laughs> I can't see the comments. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Luke Luke wrote Pirate Borg sucks. I, I got I got the swag, Luke. <laughs> I would just like to remind everyone in this group that we all took a pirate's oath to never tell Luke that this was a good game. Yes, that right. is the deal. What good yeah. game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could do better. All right, so are you gonna try and read this tablet? I would like to hand it to TaskRabbit because she's kind of nerdy. Okay. To would you like it. to try and read the tablet? Plus there's salt in my eyes. And I'm a I little would like to. Oh, that's true. That's true. I would like to compare the tablet with Beardy's tablet. Okay. Uh, they, are, they are not similar. But you can read this tablet, actually. It, it, it is a legible tablet to you. Excellent. Then I would love to read it. Okay. So roll, me a... sucks. <laughs> roll me a d20. <laughs> 18. You now have the ritual summon the ferryman. A human of your choice loses 3d8 hit points. If you fail, you or an ally loses instead. Wait, can you say that one more time? A human of your choice loses 3d8 hit points. If you fail on the test for casting the ritual, you or an ally instead loses 3d8 hit points. 3d8. That's a 3D8. lot. So from 3 to 24, potentially. Even more powerful than old gunpowder's grenades. All if right. you cast that, I am not your ally during casting. <laughs> <laughs> For all legal purposes, <laughs> the moment well, you start casting the ritual, none of you are allies. Are we still <laughs> allies, even though I threw salt in your eyes? <laughs> it's iffy and if you start casting that near me it's definitely That's a no it's a fair point yes all right all right and that brings us to the end of the adventure all right wow.
Yay! You defeated Tito Tauntaun, and the I am very annoyed that Tito Tauntaun did not even get a hit in on anybody. Oh, he did. I That's right. I cannot Start believe you guys with your defense rolls. It was ridiculous. That was, that was pretty that was, savage. Yeah. It was the one thing you guys were rolling absolute aces on all night. Those spirits did more damage to you on the boat than Tito Tauntaun could. Except for you know, my grenade. So, you know. Still salty about that. <laughs> we made yeah, it. actually, yeah. Gold Gunpowder's grenade, I think, was the most damaging thing that went off all night. <laughs> Very nearly killed uh, your captain. It worked. It did. It did. Yep. He had to... Uh... I, I was down to only six six hit points at the end there, so one good. Uh, it was on the five. five. I would have, yeah, that was. Yeah, I had five. So you all get your haul back together and take it back to the uh, to the ship that you found with the spirits and manage to find a way to get it back into the water and set sail for somewhere. It's up to you guys. There's lots of Yuma to explore yet. So this is episode. Two, two of 942 unless we make jason <laughs> make more noises that's right that's right two of two. I, there will be nothing but people who grunt <laughs> after this for creatures you will fight absolutely <laughs> nothing else and it'll just be uh, uh, uh. <laughs> there will be why no livestock of any sort what, what? what's that i said why do you think that's better <laughs> well i mean, I mean it's easier point, for me like, what uh, would they do what they say? I know. Just have a constant. There's a big Twitch clip of me going. Yeah, we could remix and that. And and boots and yeah, boots. that's MSR right there. Like, <laughs> right, right. Good job, Jason, um, taking Limiter on good. subpar game and making it fun for us. <laughs> poor, poor Luke. Luke just. He he Luke. knows for a fact that I'm a fan because I live hey. and breathe by his Discord. I mean, nobody. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Nobody tell him that his newsletter is my absolute like I hate newsletters. And the Limithron newsletter is my favorite. Like there's so much good content in there that I'm thoroughly impressed every time I get one. Nice. I wonder where you can sign up for that newsletter. Um I think something about Limithron or Pirate Borg. <laughs> dot, dot com. Dot com maybe. Oh if you search, well, if you search the interweb for Pirate Borg, you will find it. Yeah, I'm sure if anybody would like some some content in their inboxes, they can go find it out uh, on uh, the Limithron.com website. And uh, uh, I know Luke has a Patreon where he provides uh, nautical maps, uh, but uh, he also like get one printed <laughs> <out> for yourself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was printed and laminated and put on foam core so that I can hang it on my wall. <laughs> nice. Uh, wait. Oh, Limithron says, "Wait, wait. I need your guys' input. We should actually invite. Let's let's see if we let's see if we can get uh, Luke on here. Let's let's see if let's see if Luke can. Uh, Luke wants to know. Wait, 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 wait. Luke, where's Luke? I'm going to send you a link here. Here you go. Here you go." Um, there you go. I just, I just texted over to you. Um, so click the link, Luke, or use the link, Luke. Oh, there you go. Use the link, Luke <laughs> to the tune of Star Wars. So, I, Luke, Luke would like to, uh, 
to get our input on something, which I'm not quite sure what it is. There's still uh, like easily five more adventures worth of content in, in just like Buried in the Bahamas is only, what, how many pages is it? Like 20, 22 pages. And you guys touched like three and a half pages worth. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's how much there's, that's how much content is packed into that tiny little pamphlet. And that's considered the introductory adventure for Pirate Pork. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm, I'm not like, sure. Do you know if this is the one that they use for their convention games? Uh, it is one of the planned ones for the conventions. Yeah. It's, it's nice. the, it's the recommended intro adventure right now. Nice. Where's the map? There's, there were, um, there's six adventure oh, sites yeah. on, uh, Rum K, I think. I think there was six on Rum K and then eight on Port, or on, uh, the Isle of Yuma itself, not including this cave. So seven more, there's seven more sites that you could have gone through there. Oh, sorry. Five on Rum K. So yeah, there's, there's still 12 more points of interest to explore that you guys never actually even got to. Wow, that's the sinking of Cathagan, yeah. That's that's the one yeah, that, that I was desperate for to get at the uh, to get at Gen Con. That map on the back is stellar. It's it is it's a beautiful map. Uh also you can pick up uh, if you go to pirateboard.com you can pick up the uh the cards that uh, Jason showed. Uh yeah. that and all the uh, cards are available. I had uh, I had the rituals and stuff like that uh like the the uh, clairvoyance and divination and stuff like that is all uh, mm -hmm. all on cards and the uh, rune encrusted flintlock and uh, the card set that comes with it actually has stats for all of the creatures and all of the ships. So if you guys had encountered like uh, deep ones or anything like that, they have a yeah. There's a card, just a standard size playing card, and it has all hey, the stats look. for them on the oh. back and everything. Who let the pirates on? <laughs> I'm crashing the stream. I love this <laughs> pirate <laughs> wizard himself. <laughs> I just I just got the end. How did they go? Uh, it was it, a, it, tons it, of fun. It, I mean, it went very I, no, well. Not, I'm not talking about how the game. The game was terrible, obviously. How did, oh, yeah. how did well. the session go? Jason <laughs> did a great job working with some subpar material, some making subpar. it fun for us. <laughs> Wait, okay. So no, really though, I bought a car, and I what should I make the license plate? I need I need this. Really, we should vote. Oh. Rum rat. Rum rat. Oh, Rum Runner, maybe. Like, are you ever in The C. Yeah. Or car. I, I, or... I, I think uh, Limithron. I think that's that's so what you, you should... think the options I've come up with are Limithron with a one eye and no other vowels like this? Yeah. But also Simo. Pirate with a Y is available. That's like the old spelling. The old spelling. Yeah. For My dad thought that was the winner. But, it's cool. Yeah. I like and it. Then it's cool. My wife came up with wizard with an extra <laughs> R. <laughs> which is that's pretty awesome. appropriate. Yeah, that's, sure. that's a good one. I like that. And then LV426, which is like my. Ah, that's a classic. Yeah. And it goes well with my hats. So. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like if you want to stay on brand, if you want to write it off as a business expense, <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta have to you gotta have to go with one of those uh, those other those other choices. I think. Everybody gets audited. How is a vanity plate a business expense? I don't, exactly. yeah, I don't, I mean, it, marketing. You know, it's a marketing expense. It's exactly what it is. Well, well, then you have to go with like Pirate Borg or Rum Runner or Limithron The thing that got me like really that. hooked is I was hanging with the Archon dudes the other day, and they have an all black tour van. 
And yeah. Then, then Colorado has these new black license plates, and theirs oh. is Archon. That's the plate. I was like, oh my god, I gotta oh, do that. Oh yeah, well, it's such a, it's a it's a short, a short enough word to make it but easy. But I can't yeah. fit Limithron. Like no, so. you could fit Pirate in its entirety. That's the only one that doesn't require alteration. Wait, wait, wait. can can you put P R I T a P R T E B R G? I could do P R like yeah P R T B R G, but like I don't know. Think big, right? Pyroborg is just the first book. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know what you. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, Dark Caribbean is a little too large. <laughs> yeah, right. you could do PR8 BRG. I mean, <laughs> based on what we just played, Luke, you should you should probably write some other things. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Limithron might be the right choice. All over again. Yeah. Uh, I think doing Limithron would be would be good. Okay, so that's Even one vote for Limithron. Yeah. Jason, yeah. What's your, what's your vote? Um, I would go with pirate, I think, because pirate. the whole word fits easy. That's what I said. I think it's cool to have the whole thing fit. There, yeah, there's no abbreviations or adjustments needed to be made. Yeah. yeah. Doug, what do you I mean? Oh, go ahead. I mean, I, I mean, you, you really love this pirate thing, right? So, like, and you don't want to keep it on, on brand, so... I mean, you kind of keep it on brand with with the uh, with pirate, but it, yeah, I think pirate is going to be more. You know, people are going to be able to to relate to it a lot more than like pirate. I mean, than Limithron or pirate Borg or something like that. So if you and just you put could, pirate, yeah, you could take a couple you, of the stickers and put them on either side of the uh, of the uh, plate spot. So you can have like, the ghost the ghost ship on one side and like that, the devil's yeah. luck logo on the other or something. Okay, uh, so why just stickers? Go with a full wrap. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Make like a... the one night werewolf fan look like nothing. Make the uh, what's the one with the sheep that they just did? The everybody Catan. Make the Catan band look like nothing. Did you, you guys could, see you could... Brian Collins' Vasquez? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's this thing was epic. Yeah, but died, how long did that last for him, though? Unfortunately, well, it was his mistake in that he wrapped a like twenty-year-old van. You know, yeah, right? that was the problem. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the this is a new vehicle wasted, for yeah. Luke. This is brand. I was 2024 Subaru. Look how Outback. fancy Luke wow. is. Wow. Yeah, Man. I was gonna say rolling, rolling in that pirate board I'm, money. But I'm pirate really board. glad that pirate. Doug was not there with me because he would have been like, "Don't buy this car. You should buy a super cheap car. Buy two of this super cheap car." That, that is Doug's spending motif, though. Yeah. Wait, so you, you've, you've seen his, you saw his cell phone, like his from the 70s. I actually haven't seen what? my cell phone. <laughs> you haven't seen my cell phone? No. What's your Listen, vote on the license plate? His Doug cell phone is, is like an iPhone bad. 2. It's fine. <laughs> I'm kind of team Doug on that, though. Like, what? Like, so, yes. Yeah. I know, but the, like, it gets you there. Full wrap. Go with Limithron for <laughs> the, the plate and do a full wrap. So people get then, what it is. I see what you're saying. And then when the next thing gets published, do a new wrap for whatever that is. So you just keep current, but it's always Limithron. Yeah, the plate is always Limithron. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure your wife will love. Your money. <laughs> I'm sure your wife will love driving around a, a Limithron wrapped car. Oh, we have two cars now, bro. We have two oh, cars. No, no, I, I know. But like, if someone say if something like one's in the shop or something. Then, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, she and had, you have the new one, that, so she's gonna drive that. She thought that pirate was too obvious. The thing about pirate is, what kind of pirate are you? Napster? 
Are you that's sailing the seas? Are you? I'm not if it's spelled with a Y. That's true. The that's Y the really school. points it to old timey pirate. Yeah. You know? so I mean, how, how many? How many characters? That, pirate, you're not familiar with old timey pirate. What does it make you think? Makes me think of Jack Sparrow. I get. I, I mean, from a geology I'm, I'm biased. standpoint, it might be pirate. Yeah, or or you could just do pirate. And people will be like, is he like a rat does that likes like, pies? Does he like pie? <laughs> like, or is he a pirate? That's, that's probably There's taken. no help in this man. Okay. Well, what? Mark, what do you think? Oh, I think we're just making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, see my the patrons. I see my patrons. I see what my patrons think. I mean, yeah. Like, nostalgia, like for, for nerd cred, I would, I like LV426. That's, oh, yeah. dude, that's the other thing is it's like it is my car it's not just like it's not even really a company car i'm not gonna take this i'm taking yeah. this the two events all year you know the rest i fly like, to, so. i i make it a big deal of imprinting what the like uh april 26th is on my coworkers yeah, every damn yeah. year yeah. i literally i get i have a little alien stencil that i copied off oh, of uh of andrew gaska's um they're actually very specific they say you cannot use numbers in a confusing way meaning you can't use them as letters which i thought was interesting oh oh, oh okay dang yeah so i can't do like pirate Weird. where the i is a one I'm, you can't you're not allowed to do that because they don't oh, want like oh they don't want people to like you know if you're doing a drive-by and they write down the plate number you know whatever <laughs> i feel like i've definitely seen that done though so oh, you definitely see it but colorado in the registration thing says you can't do that and you only get oh. like two requests so i don't maybe know. it's like a new thing mm -hmm. like they don't want they're just trying to discourage people from doing yeah. stupid and you have like to that, list yeah. you have to type what the meaning is i i love how like we're totally like outing luke's car registration his license plate <laughs> like to a, a, a large audience so like anybody <laughs> Well, I have a in I Colorado. I don't, have a, I don't have it registered yet. I mean, I know, but now it's a big state. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's smaller. Luke lives in Colorado, Michigan. It's a small yeah, town. Colorado, <laughs> off That's, the coast uh, of Colorado, Michigan. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the, the challenge. Side. If any of the pat if, if any of the patrons manage to find that car, they get like a swag pack or something. Well, you know what I should do is I should always hide like coins in all those key magnetic key <laughs> things. So anybody who finds it who knows what it is can be like, ah uh, yeah, showing that up That's on the That's not gonna like, be a good look. No, it's no. not. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be trying to drive away from a store and some person will have their hand ripped off and then TaskRabbit will try and steal it. And use it to like <laughs> smack beardy around. Yeah. So thank you guys for basically not helping me at all nailed oh you're welcome i mean that's no what one, we're here for none of you voted for wizard which is interesting wizard it's, it's uh, funny but yeah that's that's the, that's the kind of funny it is it's like eh it's funny yeah. but eh it's like you're trying too hard with that one i feel like it's a different direction well yeah, I, I just right. feel like it's not the right fit for you that's fair like oh i am the pirate wizard i guess Mm -hmm. but you can't fit pirate wizard onto a license yeah plate. that's the limitation yeah, yeah. yeah. you need one <laughs> of those led stickers i don't think i don't think that's i don't think that that's it's not what you're that's going a, for that's Luke. a subreddit you don't yeah. want to get involved yeah. Yeah. Friendly show. 
Sorry. Yeah, I know. We we really need to kind of help uh, Luke with his marketing. I think with that Linotron brand. <laughs> if that that's the direction, if that's the direction that he's thinking of taking it's this uh, company. It's going wow. On real quick. <laughs> Yikes. Well, thanks for letting me crash the stream. Well, man. thanks for coming on, Luke, and thanks for uh, putting out Pirate Borg. Uh, congratulations on its success right out of the Wait. gate. Um, there... Thank you. Sorry. Was there a thing oh, we ahead. talked about right before we went live that the last person to show up to the stream had to run a game for everyone yeah, in the stream? That was exactly what we said. We said the last person who showed up had to run the next game. So, Well, if that's the wow. case, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be this. Uh-oh. Oh, what's Luke going to... Is it DJ Caliente? I don't know. I appreciate this because you love these guys as much as I do. I just got. Oh, I, I just got that in. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually going to do some content on it, and I think Old I would run it tools. using Nave Second Edition because the ninth that just came out. The ninth version yeah. with all yeah. the roll and art just get, went out to backers. Yes, I got that email today. I, I did. Yeah, I, I did too. I haven't read it at all, but Nave is like super simple. Uh, BX. It's like BX simpler. It's so, BX yep. light. BX light. Yeah. No classes, D100, classless abilities. Yeah, I mean, the Merry Mushman, they, they make great stuff. Oh, did I tell you that I'm going to be in the next issue? Yeah, you told me that. Okay, okay. Well, How did you do that, by the way? Um, yeah, they, I, they, they, they hadn't seen Pirate Park then. Yeah, no, he didn't talk to him about his license plate. No, yeah. Oh, okay. Luckily, okay. I, I told him I worked on another project. I told him I was the mothership guy, and he was like, "Oh, okay, okay." The mothership <laughs> guy. You no, told him you were Sean like, McCoy. I how it worked. It was on Twitter, and he, he, I think he said something about something, and I said that I loved it. Something. About and something. he was like, "I'm reading Pirate Borg right now. I love it." And I was like, "Oh," and I sent him a message. I was like, "Hey, can I please do a spread for, for the next next issue of Knock?" So we nice. went out. And I did it. Yeah. And it was. It's pretty fun. I've got yeah. to. I, I, I got a peek oh. at it. It's amazing. Oh yeah, Jason is like one of two people who's seen it. Yeah, That's I've cool. actually. I um. I grab. I grabbed a. Uh, I grabbed a picture of it, and I've used it like a dozen times already, drawing little things on it. Nice. Nice. If anybody isn't uh, familiar with Knock, it's like these incredible like zine magazines. I, you don't even call them zines because they're just so huge. They're so um, chunky, but yeah, they're, they're, they're actually, so chunky. It's like an A5 magazine, not a zine. Yeah. yeah. And it's just got so much content. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to use all this content. But yeah. no, it gives I, you... Sorry, What's that? A lot of I'm just going to say... In... Yeah. You, you go, you go. No, go, go for it, go for it. Luke, let someone go first. A lot of it isn't that... Like, a lot of it is very, like, situationally dependent. Like, it'll be like... What like D sixty six? What are the goblins up to? Well, if you don't have goblins in your campaign, you're never going to use that table, you know? right? But there are some really, really great articles in there, and all the dungeons are really cool. I usually don't even read the monsters because I'm not really a big. I don't really care about monsters like some people, but I love all the. Like, I like the like art a, for monsters, but I don't really. Oh care yeah, about yeah, stats. yeah. I just don't like read monsters very often. No, stat blocks are boring. I don't yeah. care how limited they are. But they have one. That, there's one that's like um. It's like a one-page thing on like how to Duneify your game, you know, yep. like basically like <laughs> Pour just sand do on this everything. with all the factions, and your game will basically be as politically complex as Dune, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. You can't throw a yeah. water bucket like Beardy and Dune. Just so you know, that's that's <laughs> that <was> funny. <laughs> that's right. 
nat 20 on a water bucket throw just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so against against creatures that are completely unaffected by water <laughs> whatever i thought about throwing you a bone there and having it do some damage but there's just the comedy value of it just oh no looking it, so spectacular and doing nothing was, it was hilarious it was perfect yeah that's where you <laughs> took that subpar game and you elevated it <laughs> i mean you know you just gotta hack it and make it work you know when that's right working, that's right you know when you're working with garbage what else can you do hey, this is what like, your... down, down the line in the next session you get task rabbit to enchant the bucket somehow so the next time you throw water on something it actually does something <laughs> are you guys gonna keep going uh, uh no like this was, this... it was we were oh. just trying to do like a like a one shot car but then it turned into a two shot but i mean like down the road we could we could revisit it i know um uh, old gunpowder and captain jay are actually holdover characters from uh, a game that jonathan ran for us uh oh, nice. a while back uh, where i was actually a player in that one all so, right so luke missed my whole like try to gaffle another game of pirate borg by pulling a different game when i was like the pirate Borg guy has a <laughs> game for us yeah then i get another game of pirate Borg. Then he whipped out old school essentials like, this other game that, uh, yeah look I've, I've been running so much pirate borg sometimes i want to run something different you know no he, he needs are... he needs the palate cleansing yeah I do like running Fireborg. I have, I have a lot of Dark Caribbean content in the, in the pipe that will need playtesting. So, nice. well, we'd love to we'd love to have you uh, come on and, and help help you playtest that uh, when when the time comes, if you'd like. Yeah. Um, yeah. No no pressure, of course, but if it's something that you'd no, like, there's lots of pressure. Feel free. All the pressure. Um, All the pressure. Feel pressured. Speaking of of running Fireborg, um, you're going to be at a couple conventions uh, coming up. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about what where you're going to yeah, be at. Are you guys going to Game Hole? Doug, you'll be there, obviously. Yeah, we'll be yeah. there. I saw uh, the, you guys are coming. Do you have a booth? Yep. Yeah. Yep. How many pirate Borg boxes are you bringing? Well, I can't keep them in stock because people keep ordering them. So sweet. I may or may not have any at the table at uh, GameholeCon for so. you guys and for me. We'll see. Um, I Doug, I saw the map for Game yeah. Hall. Dude, yeah. We're like literally in the middle of the whole hall. It's awesome right right and, it's the, awesome. and then the next thing is packs unplugged and i got the map for that today and we're like in the middle you're, of the like main cross section it's amazing so you're you're on the other side of of us uh, yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. at the free league booth uh, like we were uh yeah, we're like, last year we're like you know back to back exactly exactly charlie's like angels that. pose yeah yeah, yeah. blazing you know Absolutely. i want a picture i'm gonna take a picture of game hole of you two back to back charlie's what, angels what, pose. Dude, my favorite thing i feel like you can do it right now though you could, they're right. Oh, yeah, okay. just get it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, there you right, yeah. Screenshot. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things, that, you know, because cons, especially those those busier ones, they're busy. But they are. Like, when Doug or Limithron's booth like slow down, we'll like whisper things. You know, because the the back walls are like fabric. <laughs> yeah, they're like paper thin. So if yeah. you talk loud enough, you can like hear them. So like Tyler yeah. and I will, you know, whisper things through to Doug. Whatever the whatever the joke for that con is. <laughs> and it's usually it's usually the same joke because I, I like to keep those going or, for as well, long as possible not, it, without no it's usually the same target it's not it's oh yeah it's usually the, yeah yeah we've got we've got the same target going absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. although we've we've got we've matured and pivoted away from always making fun of my brother have you mm, I have well, seen no evidence you. of this maturity yeah, well at Gen Con <laughs> we were far away from each other and Doug yeah like we were just everyone was so busy that there was much less yeah. fun of him going on uh, we'll we we that, took care of most of that. We'll see if that persists um, into gen, gen or into game. Mostly for us at the booth, it was like, "Where is Doug?" 
And it, yeah. either Amanda or Ben every time was like networking. Yeah, <laughs> every time. My, yeah, every time Doug came by the booth, there was someone waiting to talk to him. That's crazy. Um, actually, my favorite con game is Where is Doug? Yeah. Yeah. Where's Waldo's well, got yeah, nothing I mean, on Where's Doug? Not at Gen Con. It's usually he's at the booth, right? Yeah. Hey, are, yeah, all, I mean, it depends. Are, all, are all the Pirate Borg events full for Game Hall? Are there still slots there, available? The, this is actually unique in that we're not running them. Um, and like, we're not, we didn't find the GMs. Uh, no, Tyler found GMs, but I think they're all, is it through um, Lurking Fears? Lurking Fears, yeah. Mm, Matt's um, guys, yeah. Tyler Very would know. Group. I don't actually know whether they're full or not. That's hard for, it's a. That's why Tyler's my favorite. I, I know I know most of the yeah, for a reason. Last I knew, like a few days ago, there was only like two or three seats left in the in all the uh, free league games. So it was really it, it's crazy. And I think most of those were just freed up because people had to change job, their, right. their plans last minutes or something. But I mean, you know, um, I've never been to Gamehole, but like I'm expecting more of an origins vibe where like it, it is it's is post post show hanging i'm sure we'll do some pickup pirate board yeah it's things. it's definitely i i love game hole con and i've said this right along um i guess from what alex was saying alex is the the owner of the show um and for the folks that aren't, aren't familiar with game hole con it's a, it's a game it's a tabletop rpg convention uh it does have some board games but it's kind of like a reverse where board games are kind of like the they're probably like 15 to 10 percent of of the interest uh, yeah, of that yeah. that and then the majority of it's all uh, indie RPGs. Uh, yeah. But Alex was saying that this is probably going to, this is on track. And I think pre pre sales for ticket has already far exceeded any other show that he's done. Nice. For game nice. hold on. So I think last year it was like 5,000 people. He, I think he's expecting closer to eight this year. Yeah. That's what Tyler was saying. I'm excited. Uh, I'm a little bummed that I realized to save on time that I'm flying in the build day. So it's going to be a little bit stressful on the first Yeah, that's day. the same. That's the same thing for me too. Yeah, but, um, you know. That's why I'm flying in at like midnight to... so I can be there for build day. <laughs> yeah. If anybody knows any vendors coming from Colorado, I have some stuff I don't want to fly with. But I have to think that's going to be a stretch. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it. Do what Doug did and try to bring giant hollow pipes on the airplane with him yeah. internationally. <laughs> Yeah, I will. Yeah, that was gonna drive it, but you know our good buddy Hobby Doug. Yeah, but he uh, he's not gonna get there till like Friday. So, uh, yeah, oh, that's well. too bad. This is a not an interesting stream conversation. Sorry. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, I I will say that uh, that I I'm gonna give a little spoiler here. Uh, we've already uh, got authorization to be at Genghis Khan. And nice. next year, so I'm I'm really excited to come back to to Luke's hometown turf, like man. convention. That's my, that's the uh, and and uh, we're going to be uh, well. Free League will have a booth at the Genghis Khan in in Colorado. Uh, that's a cool next con. year. I like that it's um you know by day two, especially day three, it's like it's really mostly just the same people. You know, like yeah. That. You're not maybe like, you know, it's not so busy that you're always, you know, so by the end, you're like actually having like, you're picking up on conversations that you started on the first day and you're actually like, you know, not networking because it's more of a like hanging out and nerding out about games, you know, uh, right. I, I like that part about that con and it's in my town, so I don't have to, you know. Yeah, no, it was a really, it was a really great, uh, great community, great, great event last year. Genghis and uh, I'm, glad, 
yeah, I'm really excited to come back next year uh, or in 2024 and, and be a part of it again. Yeah, uh, it, some, it was great because like that was kind of one of the, I think that might've been the event that kind of kick off the convention season for, for 2024 for me. And it was awesome to kind of get to know those folks like right out of the gate, like that year, and then see them throughout the year. Like, like yeah. I saw some at origins. I saw some at, uh, at, uh, Gen Con, I'm going to see some again at PAX Unplugged, I'm sure. I'll see some at GameHole Con. Like, it's just, it was just a really great community to just kind of tap into and just like yeah, they, yeah. they become, you know, it's almost like a whole new set of friends that you just get to see over and over again. Yeah, just, yeah. It was really, really awesome to see and see how excited they are about, you know, the tabletop industry or the tabletop hobby. Is, is Gary Con on Free League's radar at all? Um, it's not because it's always it's always the same weekend as PAX East, and we we do phenomenally well at PAX East. And I I love like I love all the PAX shows to be honest with you, and those even PAX West, which I don't know if, if Tyler talked to you at all, Luke, about that uh, when he was helping at that booth. But even PAX West has become very tabletop gaming focused like it, it it used to feel like the pax west like the tabletop segment was kind of like an afterthought and they yeah, kind of just kind of yeah. kept us in the back and and kind of like put us in this on the sixth floor where nobody could Get kind of find corner. you but now in that new facility it's amazing like gave us our own floor it's super easy to find there's nice. signage all over the place it was just hopping um monday wasn't quite as busy but like the whole time it was They're just super monday? super busy yeah it's a it's a four-day weekend it was a four-day oh, event. They go, they go into Monday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah so I I love the fact that uh, we're starting to we're seeing Pax East like Pax East inspired but unplugged and now that's also spilling over to Pax West and be, having a larger tabletop nice. presence there. So I think all three of those Pax shows like if you're a tabletop gamer like and you like video games like. I think that it's just like a win-win for, for anybody, anybody that is interested in both of those. And even if you're only interested in one or the other, I think there's plenty enough to, to kind of be interested in just going just for one of those two aspects. Nice. Luke, are you guys going to be at Gary Con? No, they were, we, we couldn't get a booth. Um, when, cause the, you know, uh, Luke was at my birthday party. Were you, did you guys see him? Yeah. Him and oh, yeah. his, his well. marketing yeah. guy were like, really true like you guys should totally come you know so i was like oh yeah they'll get us a booth but then like we couldn't get a booth so uh i'm kind of i don't think i'm going to be able to swing it for scheduling reasons but i kind of want to just go and like be an just be yourself because yeah. i don't ever get I, yeah. to do that anymore and like that one i could just go play like a bunch of osr games all weekend you know we have a yeah. booth there so we'll oh, be there do. next year mm-hmm. yeah interesting we're in interesting you might might want to uh collaborate there a little bit interesting. corner for some pirate war uh, stuff. Touch, touch base on uh, <laughs> some possibilities there. I think we have a, a part of the table that's called subpar. <laughs> it's underneath. It's like the discount bin. You, yeah. you, have to, you have to lift up the table skirt to see the stuff underneath it. Yeah, because You have to know where to look. You were I, I, earlier I, when I said nice things. So, yeah. I, I will say that uh, GaryCon is one of those conventions that I personally, again, like like Luke, I've, I've always personally wanted to go at least once. Um, plus, it's always the same weekend as Adepticon, which is a, a minis tabletop uh, game skirmish. Like it's like a t- t- yeah, minis tabletop Chicago, game right? convention. That's uh, uh, that's that's Mecca it's only for like 40k. It's players. only like an hour and a half away, I think. 
and yeah, yeah. I would love to do like one day at GaryCon, oh, one day yeah, at yeah, yeah. Con, but it's always on PAX East. Um, and and I, again, being at GaryCon, I got to know Luke Gygax, uh, you know, yeah. quite quite well. And he's super super nice guy. And uh, he was like, yeah, anytime you want to come to GaryCon, just let me know. He's like, just we'll we'll make you a guest and and uh, sweet, you know. And Luke, I was like, Luke oh, that's a remarkably personable person for oh, he's, all, he's, all he's, the ridiculous demands that people make on him for yeah. his time like, and I, energy. Like, great guy. like I, I love the fact that, like, I'm, I, you know, I went over and I introduced myself and I'm like, hey, Luke, you know, I, I, I know who you are and, and we've crossed paths a few times, but I, I don't think we've ever actually ever been formally introduced. My name is my name is Doug. And he's like, I know who you are. Like, I was like, what? Like, how do you like you, you shouldn't. Like, you really? shouldn't know who I am. I'm. Yeah. I know who you are. You, you shouldn't know who I am. That's that. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. But he's such a but nice guy, you know. When you introduced yeah. yourself, were you in the red suit? Was this after? It was not. No. Was no. Genghis Although Khan? I did see. I. Yeah, this is at Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah. I did oh, not have. I. We did not have DJ Caliente on display. At Genghis Khan. That I was thinking because everybody knows who that is. Yeah. 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 When I saw that the artwork for that thing for uh, for Outgunned, I was just like, "Oh my god, where did that? This is amazing." (laughs) So that's that's uh, one of the key pieces for uh, a campaign book for Outgunned, their uh, their '80s action movie RPG. What's oh wow? Wait, it's called it's called World of it's called World of Killers. Yeah. Did they? Is it like actually you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it's so art. Cool. It's art of yeah, Doug in, in the I mean, DJ Caliente like suit. I just thought that maybe yeah. it was like you know, that's, no, that's no on purpose. Yeah. So they saw you at the Ennies and were like, "Oh, we gotta draw Doug." Oh yeah, no, I, I yeah. well, I've seen that they were at the Ennies. They're they're great. They're a great studio. They they came over and yeah, they were there for they were nominated for Household, which is yeah. a fantastic game. It's amazing. Okay, look at this a... freaking beast! Oh wow! Yeah, are they going to send you a print, Doug? Uh, they, they, I've got a, I've got a copy already on the way. Yeah, look at this! Oh wow! Oh yeah, you have to take a look at what they're they're. I never even two mice, Luke. I'm telling you right now, they're, they're doing some cool Super stuff. Amazing! Super cool! Wow, man, this is like the, the production, the silent auction uh, you... that they did. What's the oh yeah? Look, uh, take a product, and they have. Uh, uh, Right now, it's this, called... Uh, let's let's show what Luke... They drew this on the inside of it. Oh, it's got wow. their signatures yeah. and everything. All the, like, the art and everything is all... That's all done oh, for, awesome. for Gen Con. It's one of my favorite wow. things that I got, other than that map that you drew at dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, you didn't seem that excited when I gave it to you, so I was hoping that you were excited about it. Uh, I still I still have that map, actually. It's right over here someplace. <laughs> I haven't got, okay, I'm going to get it framed, but... What's their main thing called? So their, their main... RPG that's out now is called Household. It's oh. called Household. Household is like it's almost like the Borrowers, um, kind of like the Littles. It's that's basically uh... fantasy creatures in like the walls of like an abandoned oh, house. Okay, okay, okay. You you, right? you almost wouldn't know it to look at the cover of the book though. <laughs> like oh, the no, cover yeah. of the book is it's just wild. No, but I that's what it's it. all about. I see yeah. This one where this guy's like Indiana Josing past a uh, spider. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's uh, that's household. And then they also did a Kickstarter for a game called Outgunned, which is their yeah, yeah. '80s their '80s uh, yeah. action movie uh, RPG. The, we we did an actual play of that. It was hilarious. See, it's yeah. funny. When I can't I, wait. We're supposed to play that with Farmer John. I'm excited for that. Amazing, it's amazing. When I look at this art like that, your thing, Doug. I'm like, oh, these guys are like actually artists. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, Daniela <laughs> my, is their my, is their lead yeah, artist. Yeah, Daniela is amazing. Like. She how she doesn't crazy. have like 
are they doing Broken uh, Compass too? Uh, they did do Bo- Broken Compass, yeah, okay, and then yeah, yeah. yeah, they they were the original uh, studio behind Broken Compass. Yep. Yeah, I keep uh, seeing how, the the Jolly Roger and the Golden Age one for that. Yeah, how how Daniela doesn't have like a dozen gold any awards at this point is beyond me. Yeah, well, it's because like, she's, are she's, she's amazing. Contest, not a skill. Well, you know. that's true. That is true. Yeah, they're not. I mean, on... anyone who gets the opportunity to just listen to them and their story and like how they met each other and what household means to them, like, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's pretty amazing. I would definitely look at some of their, you know, any podcast they've been on. Like, it is just a really great story and it makes you invested in the game even more than just already to start with yeah i'm gonna have to check these guys out i'm following the artist right now like, yeah she's she's great much more talented than i am uh, <laughs> well i mean that's that, that that's not saying much <laughs> wow wow Jeez. luke oh, if you ever want to come and like have your your just ego right, like knock down a few right, pegs I'm you know right back just, at origins man yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's gonna, be, gonna, gonna to, yeah. like get off the stream and go cry in my room just like at origins so. hey i just want <laughs> you to know i spent my talk like a pirate day telling like some corporate executives they need to play pirate borg oh wow <laughs> so you're just are you trying to like tank this company or something like what's the... <laughs> I feel like you know you're you're professional all day and the best way to like to unwind yeah yeah is to you know stab some scurvy mates and yep. get some treasure and some booty some booty i don't know if i can say that on doug's channel yeah that's a but that's a, yeah, that's a booty doug's gonna edit all of this out doug's gonna be like the game ended that was it we haven't been live in like 40 minutes so right, right. that's that's entirely not true yeah all right well on that note since we have been going way over time we should definitely uh i, I definitely wanted on record that i week. got the adventure done in just over two hours the rest of this is you all did. your fault <laughs> exactly uh i want to thank uh, Janet and Mark from Dirty Woods uh, to uh, come for coming on, and uh, I want to thank Michelle for uh, being a part of this session and uh, being a great task rabbit. Oh, I'm I kind of want to. I'm, yeah, I'm happy ahead. we got to we got to be uh, her first like actual play experience. That was awesome. Right, that was very cool. Very cool. Uh, I want to thank our Harvard Master Extraordinaire, the one along with Jason Hunt down mm-hmm. there, the geek, geek of the North. And of course, our last, uh, our last uh, edition, uh, our surprise guest uh, for this evening, the one and only Limithron himself, Luke Stratton, the man, the myth, the legend, the wizard, the pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Everybody's got to have a voice teacher. That's your friend. That's your friend. Yeah, I uh, see. That's why I chose uh, Tyler. You got Luke. Yeah, I think Tyler. I've had about. Oh wait, my thing didn't work. I've had about. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Wow. <laughs> I need to get one of those for Jason. You're Listen, I've been very you. good lately. Mostly right. because I've been running games and not participating. Oh it'll also, it'll yeah, mute yeah. everybody who's plugged into this thing, too. All right, sorry. I started to hug the attention again. <laughs> so, wait, will we see all of you at Game Hole? Everyone's going to be at Game Hole? Uh, Jason, I don't think. Jason, Jason won't be. Jason, go to Game Hole. <laughs> Jason's, Jason's all the way up in Canada, somewhere far yeah. north. 
Jason, Jason, come to Game Over. <laughs> I would love to. You're our but it's, it's a it's a it's a time off of work deal problem mostly. <laughs> I only have but, so much vacation time. But that's fair, that's fair. Jason will be at PAX Unplugged. Sure. I will be at PAX oh, Unplugged. That's great news. Yes. Yeah, that's great news. Where are you guys? Uh, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. So. All right. We'll see you guys. All right. At Game Hall. Yep. We'll see you all later, or we'll see you at Gamehole Con, PAX Unplugged, Genghis Con, or almost any other con that uh, might take place in 2024. Uh, we want to thank everyone for joining us. And if you've watched all this far and you haven't hit that like button, please hit that like button. Go check out pirateboard.com. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you, everyone. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye. Bye.